0: not have a twisted tea Like I said, I have church work. in the morning plus I'm on work for call, so like oh, I don't tend, call at yeah, I, don't, I don't I don't tend to drink because my luck I'll drink a shit ton and then I'll have to go to fucking go do fix somebody's dry or some bullshit. <laughs> yep, that's why
1: <what laughs> my, my cat got sucked into my washing machine.
0: <laughs> yeah dude exactly that's exactly cat, the type of thing.
2: Off.
0: <laughs> but uh welcome back everybody to your favorite swim bait podcast. Scales and Tails episode 54. Um I apologize this this will probably sound a little bit different. I'm doing it off the phone today because it's kind of impromptu. My plan kind of didn't go according to plan. So I'm doing I this off the phone that. for the first time and uh, I'm also trying to be like semi quiet cuz like people are sleeping in the house so I'm not trying to have a loud booming voice but anyway, we're joined by Mr uh Mr. Phil from Phil's Tackle Box. You guys know Phil and we're joined by Vic Woo's uh, obviously the the ceo founder and owner of uh, fish everything last time we had vic on was a long time ago and his episode sounded like straight fucking recorded like it was on a potato but we 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 i think we got it figured out now we'll, we, this one this one should sound pretty good phil hey, and vic are hanging out so but it's, it's mr vic to
1: you mr mr vic mr yeah. vic sir Beak, mr twisters <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yeah last last time we did one dude i was in my uh in my vehicle
0: yeah you were in your truck on bluetooth <laughs> that was like a
1: good idea in my mind and then like
0: an execution it's like not good just like my pre-orders <laughs> and uh and and my headphones were like the ones that were pulling in the audio it wasn't actually the uh the microphones that sounded like Straight dookie on my end, too, so it's kind of a double-edged sword. So Wait, I got, probably... a,
3: I got
1: a special guest calling me in randomly. No way. Dude, it's Nick Lee. This guy catches more giant drum and rockfish. You and, guys. Hold on, everyone. This, this guy's a better fisherman hold than on, you, I promise. Speaker. God damn it. Phil, press it. My thumb's not working.
0: Bro, you are you need a new thumb. What's going on here? Nick's probably like, what in the world? Nick's, Nick's fingers aren't working, and Phil was, on that was in an accident. <laughs> <laughs> when you're...
1: Nick, Nick, you're you're a surprise guest on Scales and Tails podcast right now. If you had <laughs> one thing to say to the people, what would it be? Steve Bum's butt is super juicy. Guys, that is a fact. Chris Bumstead, uh, the Olympia Championship's butt, is super
0: juicy. We appreciate your <laughs> phone in, sir. <laughs> first hey, first time call a long-time listener type B. <laughs>
1: I'll read you later, buddy.
0: See ya. Um, that was Jason. But, <laughs> um, so, I mean, Vic, I think... Oh, shit. Vic was on, like, episode 11 or 12, I think. So, you No, know, I've only done, like, 38 episodes since then. Um, yeah. th- at that time, I don't even think Phil's tackle box is a thing. Vic was, Vic was still nah. doing Vic stuff. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, I think it was, like, a... It was like, a- it was like an idea in the early stages of conception because I really? was. In all reality, Phil's Dagglebox has been an idea for like well, it's been an, idea. It's been an idea for a long time. Oh, like, like three years now, a long time. But we never had a name. But yeah, last time we talked, I think I was like, I was dead. I don't know, dude. I think I was at like a real low point where I was like, "What in the fuck am I doing, dude? I'm not a business guy. I can't. I can't take." It. But um. <laughs> Yeah, we've always wanted to get the boys involved. That's always been something I I have to strive to be able to achieve one day. Is you know, like life is weird. Like you get your circles and you get the people around you, and you you know, if you get good, positive guys around you, and and it's just like anything else you hear of talking about. You know, you gotta keep your circle good and toy and whatnot. And now I just finally got in a spot where kind of able to facilitate something going with phil on a more regular basis going in and then i think it was working good enough for us like dude i don't need to do we, we need to just run with this we need to just pursue this because basically for those of you who don't know the gist is like phil's phil is like my business partner but then phil's tackle box is Blossoming into its own secondary brand in itself. And Phil's Tackle Box is going to be a group of good dudes who have similar interests and similar goals, similar aspirations. And we are creating a marketing firm essentially to try and help other small business owners, other guys. Because when you are a one man show, and you are not someone who's done it before, I, I promise you, you, you can't understand how difficult it is. There's a million
4: things to think about. It's, it's, if you're trying to make a living off of it, if you're not, not, I mean, it's a little bit different if you're just doing it at night.
1: Yeah. You know, after I, your yeah. day job. But When it's paying the bills and when it's, what is like, what causes food to get on your plate, it's so stressful and there's so many moving parts. And, uh, Man, I tell you what—I've seen Phil try to make a bait before, holy <laughs> shit, you don't want a bait made by Phil. But Phil is like really good at all the other stuff that goes on behind the scenes that I'm not good at and other people hate doing. So we are we are going to grow this into a, into a great thing here
0: shortly. Hell yeah, man! Vic, I just looked, and the last time you were on was April 11th. That is so fucking long ago, dude. Yeah, dude. I think April April 11th was like, oh, yeah. I just caught, I just caught my PB
1: and I was just on like a major fishing bender. And I was like, major fishing bender. Yeah. I kind of, kind of was like burnt out on making baits. It was kind of a, a tough winter last winter. And then I fished real hard and I was like, man, maybe I should just get back to fishing. But no, I figured it out since then. Put the, Put the puzzle pieces together. Now I'm like majorly in bait mode, dude. I'm like super dialed.
0: Hell yeah, dude! Phil, what what what's changed with you since? Oh crap, that had to been like June, what like fifteenth or something. Yeah. So uh,
4: yeah, last time I was on June sixth. June sixth. You could still walk. You honestly? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Since uh, since I was last time I was on, I could. I had full use of my right hand and my right foot, uh, but uh, and don't listen to that episode,
1: by the way. Adrian and I downed oh, a
3: that whole
4: was...
1: bottle of screwball in 20 minutes. I'm not going to lie to you boys. I listened to 20 minutes was, of this episode. Got, got frustrated at really how bad. poor it was, and I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> Phil was like, now, you know... Alright, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Phil then Phil the next day was supposed to be gone at seven and I got up for seven at work and he was still sleeping on the couch. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a good um Phil's anyways.
1: Like, it's a <laughs> terrible business, man. <laughs> That piece of shit shouldn't be so I was just like, God damn it, Phil.
4: Hey, I was just staring at the grievances of the people, you know. But um <laughs> anyways Vic somehow convinced me to quit my regular full-time job of three years. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't put the blame on me. No, I'm not blaming <laughs> you. But this is a good thing.
0: I'm just saying it's like... Vic, put you, Vic helped you in the right direction. Vic uh, came to me and he's like, you know, laid the cards out on the table and basically said, I think this is, this is a
4: window that we have. This is a way that, you know, you can be involved and, um, you know, Make a living yourself <laughs> and uh, a way that you can help me take things to the next level. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, I remember we talked until like two o'clock in the morning.
1: One of many times. On a work a night. Two o'clock in the morning. We were up until four o'clock. Or, no. No, five. Five o'clock in the morning talking mm-hmm. the other night. Night before last. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Yeah.
4: And I made up my mind then, pretty much. I mean, it felt right. I'd kind of hit a dead end at that job at the time, anyways, and so it was late June or early July. I don't remember exactly when.
0: Wait, uh, I think it was definitely July because when you came up for my birthday, you were still working there. Yeah. It was on it was on the yeah. table that that you were yeah, yeah and, right. calling it quits.
1: We we kind of jumped the gun on it a little bit. Not like, really. I mean, a little bit. I was like, I was still selling to. Tackle shop, yeah, it was, it's um, that's right. And um, cash flow was was a problem for me.
0: <laughs> Vic cool. Vic talked Phil into quitting his job, and then Vic's like, "Shit, I should have waited like two months." Yeah.
1: I don't yeah, have I any face to face guys. <laughs> this, this this is what actually happened.
0: Your favorite swim bait podcast is now proudly sponsored by Leviathan Rods. Leviathan Rods is a Texas-based fishing rod company that's handcrafted and uses high-end, made in the USA, rod blanks. Every sale from Leviathan helps support foster youth and their families. With Leviathan Rods, you're not only going to feel a difference, but you're going to help make a difference, too. Friends of the show will also get 20% off their rod purchases by using code SCALES20 at checkout. So whether you're fishing at Depth 250 or a square bill, make sure you're using the best rod choice out there, Leviathan Rods.
1: I threw it out there to Phil. Phil got super stoked, and then he was like, wait. Well, no, you definitely
4: it, said my job, and no, I was like, no, no, no. You said, bro, you you should quit your job. Now. Well,
1: hell, Ricky, I was high when I said that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying
4: you were wrong. I'm just saying like, but I would have done it. All right, here's there's another piece of this puzzle. I had started working a bunch with this guy lives just down the road from me. Does heavy industrial maintenance at local chicken plants. Bill, old Bill. Shout out to Bill. Pays way better than my other job, and so. I was able to do that, you know. I didn't have to rely on Dick for, you know, cash flow. But I think that gig was quote unquote part time, which means some weeks we worked like seventy hours, and some weeks we worked like ten. But it gave me enough time to where, if you know, I could start messing around with
2: the PTB thing more. Um, fast forward to October twelfth. Me and my buddy Evan fishing all day. Musky fishing.
1: Um, it sucked. It was terrible. And you had just gone through a breakup. Yeah.
0: You're having a bad day. Having a terrible Dude, October? day. October? It was that long ago. Damn. Yeah, Yo, it was a minute ago. Yeah.
1: And uh, and then we go to B-dubs,
4: and we're like, Evan's like, screw it. Let's just go. Let's just go to Moomall tonight and we'll sleep at the ramp and you know, be able to wake up and fish the next morning, like right away. I'm like, yep, yeah, screw it, whatever. I'm gonna have to work the next day. I don't care. I don't care what happens. So we do that. Uh long story short, I fall asleep behind the wheel, if you're off the road, hit a tree, pretty hard, uh, push the engine back 26 inches in my truck it was a Toyota Tacoma so it's not that big of a truck um, and our, our lives were spared I mean I made it out with a broken wrist and a broken ankle and um, I broke some areas around my eye and my nose um, but other than that no internal injuries or anything else which was um, Miracle, honestly, I have no idea how I didn't break a rib or something like that. And my brain, right neck, yeah, I mean, a um, million things could happen. And Evan made it out with just a concussion. Um, and so that's that's really slowed me down the past two months, which blessing in disguise opened up. Window of time for me to just really focus on what I'm going to do with this brand, what we're going to do with this brand, and what I want to see happen with this brand in the future. Um, of course, Vic's been instrumental in all that. He's had some great ideas because he's been extremely involved, like lived and breathed the fishing industry for the past five years because that's how he makes his living. Um, so the past few months has been like. Yeah like 2,000 percent growth yeah. for our whole plan. Um, I started learning the ins and outs of the whole social media game, um, just perfecting everything that's going on.
1: Rolling towards it. Yeah Phil, Phil: Phil uh, came very close to the end, ladies and gentlemen. I was actually on my way north to a undisclosed location in Pennsylvania to meet up with one of our new team members. Uh, his name is Spencer. Holroyd I think you say his last yeah, name that day I used to say that. <laughs> side note Spencer is a young dude. he's 19 fresh out of high school reminds me a lot of me in a lot of ways extremely hungry, extremely determined. look I mean when you are young and, and passionate for this industry, and willing to go through the bullshit and you can make it happen. This is nice. like
4: super genuine. I've never met this kid, but he's all, it's like I can tell just talking to him through the phone. It's like, it's, it's because it's nothing else because he just, oh, he, he just did. loves it. Like he's, he's not clout chasing. He doesn't no. care. All he cares about is catching fish.
1: He, he, works a, he works at a restaurant at night and he gets up in the morning every day and goes fishing when the lake is. You know, when, you know. Lately, he's been trout fishing because it's been so damn cold. But he fishes every day, and you know, I kind of stumbled onto him on Instagram, and I was like, "Damn, dude!" Like I, I've been wanting to go up there and fish this lake. So I was on the way up there, and I was calling Phil, check on Phil, and it was just like the craziest goddamn thing, man. Because I was like talking to Phil, and I could tell, you know, he he's going through the the breakup the the previous week, and You know, I'm sure Phil doesn't really want to talk about it personally that much, but me being a a close buddy of his, I I could tell something was wrong, and I think that there was just an angel looking out for him that night because he could have gone the other way, and, you know, he was down in the dumps, and I was up on a high note going fishing on this cool fishing trip. You know, usually me and Phil go on cool fishing trips together a bunch. We hadn't gone on one in a while. And so him and Evan are like, oh, fuck yeah, dude, we got to go, dude. We got to go do some, do some crazy shit, too. And, man, just didn't, just didn't work out. And, boys, we were so close to losing old Phil. I mean, he sent me a picture in the morning of him just all beaten up. And I was like, dude, what in the fuck happened? Did you get in a bar fight? Did you take a, a yingling bottle into the face? What would you do? And he's like, old Moomaw claimed me. I smacked a tree on the way in. And I, I read that he hit a tree, and I started falling dude because you hit a tree and you don't come back from that man and i it's the weirdest thing because i can't help but think about this too
4: there's a lot of there's a lot of little crosses in front of trees (laughs) yeah around here just like local people
1: and trees they they bite back don't move (laughs) but it's the weirdest thing man because like if any of you have ever heard my origin origin story on a different uh show or touched on it maybe uh, on the last one i can't remember but
0: yeah you did a little bit but
1: i i kind of like had the balls that you had your own yeah i had the balls to start doing this bait making thing because i wrecked my truck but i missed the tree narrowly still totaled the truck still busted my shit up didn't get any crazy injuries but it's really odd so that that happened to me and then that just happened to Phil. And I mean, he was like, dude, I'm ready to kick this shit into gear. You know, if you have a near death experience and it'll, it'll do something to you. Not that any, doesn't anyone should go in yeah, that dude, out. <laughs> I, but like,
4: yeah, it really, it just makes you appreciate what you have.
1: You want to start a fishing
0: brand, go jump off the fish. <laughs> No, that's that's what I was gonna say. It's like uh, when you have an experience having to lay down, you uh, you kind of realize, like shit. Like I, when I get better, I have to go to work. Like yeah, who's the, the same? The the happen-
2: and-
4: yeah, don't 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 wait until you have a experience like that to cut all the nonsense out of your life and to chase what, you but just to get to your get to your core self like start pursuing that now
1: but at the same time it's easy to say that but like yeah yeah, it's things just kind of happen for it's all about perspective you know things are going to happen to you good or bad and you know some things are meant to happen some things are just dumb luck some things aren't you know some people are unlucky but when it uh when it lays out in front of you crystal clear it's a blessing in disguise so aside from all that sadness, yeah, and mumbo-jumbo, but <laughs> I think you know I think it just happened to go that way and happened to lay out with a clear and obvious path in front of the both of us, and now we're going for it, which is cool, which is you know great. I'm the good thing about this for me is that you know fish everything is a is a, is a weird brand for me now because fish, everything was never just Vic, you know, it was always Vic. And I had my other boys, uh, Riley and then Evan. And then, you know, it just, it's just fucking hard, dude. And it just didn't work out. And it's been kind of, kind of tough for me to find my direction, you know, alone. Cause I never wanted to do it alone. I like partnerships and friendships and, uh, brainstorming and table talks and all that kind of stuff and now with the ptb it's like we got a a fresh breath of air a little bit you know like a a a new a new way to do stuff not only just with selling my beats but just a new thing to bring to the the industry because we got we got some cool plans like let's touch on some of them extremely cool
4: well let me explain to everybody like what like I know it, it sounds kind of useless like me, like oh Phil just sells his base, like what's well, anything like Vic's family. Y'all have no idea, like some of the messages you get when you sell these things on Instagram. <laughs> you know, like it's crazy. Like people will hit you up with the craziest stuff. And you know, there's just a customer, there's a the whole customer service aspect and the finishing the process of bringing the bait to market is a whole other it's a it's a whole other process that takes a lot of energy and so if you're like Vic and you've already put in all this work by yourself to bring the bait to life from scratch from nothing literally from an idea in your brain bring it to life and try to run multiple styles of baits and run it in mass quantities
0: and
3: you know, yeah, see some, some people good.
0: Some people can do it, but hey. you can't half-ass two things. You got a whole-ass one of them, and and Vic like whole whole ass is like the bait building aspect and the painting and all that. Just you just you always yeah, needed somebody I, to kind of be there to help.
4: Yeah, yeah. I I make sure everything's organized. You know, we're talking to people and everything. Because I mean, Vic Vic's the mad scientist. Like he doesn't have time to like. Well, it's not.
1: does it not time, but like it's just the way my brain works. Yeah, like, that, I can't mental energy. Like when I start thinking about marketing and like branding with the company, dude, I start thinking about the stupidest shit. Like, <laughs> I'm like, like, like two years or I don't know, a few years ago, I was really into the the marketing and the branding on social media of it more than I was the baits. And this this was what started to happen was I wasn't really ever thinking about baits anymore. I wasn't thinking about like different ways to make baits, different ways to adjust baits. I was thinking about, man, I bet you if I could custom tailor a black long sleeve shirt with a <laughs> certain diameter cuff, and I had an inlaid seam here and there, I could make a really awesome shirt. And I'm just like, dude, I like my my creative outlet can only go it's it's a hundred percent. It can only go to one or two, you know, one thing or two things at a time. So right, yeah, apparel or clothing yeah. or something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just not like, a better way to put it. I get into this rabbit hole, and I'm like, oh, dude, if we didn't leak it, could, I want it to be the best that I can make it at the time, and uh, it's just it's just not it's just not what's important. What's important is thinking about the baits, and thinking about the baits 100% is awesome because now it's like back to where it was when I first started making the baits, where I had all these crazy outlandish ideas. Like, when I first started making baits, like we started with the fat dad, <laughs> and then the hater, and like It's so crazy because it wasn't really that long ago, but which is going to be hard for people to understand that weren't there then. But there was like very little on the market at the time. Oh,
4: it was a completely
1: different scene. And I was, uh, you know, expanding on theorems and ideas and had ideas for. Baits to do specific things that weren't ready for the market yet, and I didn't. I, but the biggest thing is I didn't have the experience or the skills to actually execute them how I thought that I like wanted them to go. So it was just like a lot of waste, and that create that creative waste can turn into like manifested doubt, I guess, or uh, or or frustration or whatever. But now that I've been doing this for so long. I mean, I don't even know how many baits I've made. It's thousands. thousands. Made literally <laughs> thousands thousands yeah. and thousands of baits. And, uh, like, people think, like people say, like, oh, damn, glides are so tricky to make. Like, dude, these new glides, I, and it's not, they are tricky to make, but I've made a fucking thousands of them. Like, I, I, <laughs> I took the master, cut it up into two pieces, balanced it, and I'm like, first try, it's perfect. And I'm like, yeah, there we go. You know, but that took a lot of time to get to that point, point. and so now I can take all of that learning and that you know, ten thousand hours of mastery or whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah, what but I'm what you still don't building. See,
4: what you don't see is the stress and the effort of literally just doing this twenty four seven, three sixty for six years straight, and doing nothing else but bait making to make a living. That's how you get good. That that's how you get good fasted. It's a lot of sacrifice. He dude. put in the time and the work. He's it's, not just being cocky.
1: Yeah, it's it's you know, it's like I don't want to be I don't want to be cocky, but I also want to. I don't
2: know.
1: I, I want to kind of like take responsibility for the hard work that I'm in because sometimes I feel like oh I don't work hard enough because I can't make everyone's base. I can't make enough base. I can't do this. I can't do that. I don't wake up at six o'clock in the morning and work. But but dude, I go to the shop at five. Uh, or not five. Go to the shop at. sometimes I, some, say. I mean, get some time to go to the shop at five, but you know, if I I get into a groove and I go to the shop at like one in the afternoon. Well, I the problem
4: of, is the shop situation right now is. Yeah,
1: yeah, we will extremely not. <laughs> we'll we'll touch on that in a minute too. But yeah, I, get, <laughs> I get into work and you know I shoot some darts. I kind of warm up my brain. and I get ready to do my thing, and then you know I might run off to the post office or take care of some small stuff or. Make some tails or something, and and then I'm like in the mood and like, dude, I'll go until four or five in the morning, two, three in the morning, like all week, it's like six, seven days in a row. Girlfriend's getting pissed off at me, this and that. So it's weird for me because I don't put in a conventional nine to five. Like just, just like Jake was saying on a like on on a, he's like, oh, like a nine to five is. Not a long day, and it's like, well, yeah, nine to five is a long day, but he's right. Like when you are consumed by it, like he right. mentioned, uh, um, it's not that. It's not that. Like it's not even like the necessary. The hours might not be a nine to five, but it's like literally you don't you can't turn it off. It's it's a hundred percent.
4: If you're gonna make, if you're gonna be an entrepreneur, and you're gonna make your own, make your own mountain of sorts, and you're gonna make it work you got to put it like it's it, you can't stop like it's not a nine to five it is you know, all day yeah. every day it's like form or another
1: and some stuff yeah. that takes time which is weird like i consume a lot of podcasts but no i i try to listen to fishing podcasts like because i want to keep updated with my homies and you and you know see what other people are up to what they're doing but like man it's just it's tough for me to listen to fishing when it's all i do because i'm like i just need a little release from it a little break from it yeah exactly so so like lately i've been listening to um it's just so stupid but i've been listening to so much fucking joe rogan dude and it's like man dude like it's kind of cringy, but cliche i guess like young dude listening to Rogan, listening to what they have to talk about. But, but you've been listening
4: to Rogan since before he blew up. Yeah,
1: but not not like I have been in the last, like, six months. But, yeah, true. Just- <laughs> um,
2: I mean, they are always about trying to,
1: like, balance out your life and, and, and whatnot with that when it's hard. But the big thing that they talk about, which I find interesting, is they're all, you know, stand-up comedians but that's what i like to consume is the comedy shows and listen to stand-up and whatnot and a bit that someone will write you know they want to do an hour special a year
0: yeah dude it takes like two years to write to get perfect
1: well well they might be able to write that bit and you know it might come to them and they might write it in five seconds or you know know, a minute whatever it might come to them on the riff and that's kind of like making making baits or anything i think it's anything creative like you can have stuff come to you on the riff, and it can be perfect, but then you can like, it just, you just have to literally think about it for a long time and put it in different situations before it becomes, you got to flesh it out, becomes the deal or the thing. So that's what's weird for me is I will spend a lot of time just actively thinking about lores, which is stupid, but it, but it is what I do. Like, I literally will just sit there sometimes and throw darts and just think about this Lord. Just think about it. Think about it. And I'll do that, you know, a couple times a week for months, and then I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready. Like, I think I'm ready to try this now. To take it on, uh, you guys.
4: Let me. I, I think though, it'll make more sense to everybody like this. Like, I will text him and say like, I I'll like, send him a meme or something you know, whatever, just something completely unrelated, and he'll respond like. Bro, what if I did this with the six in? Because that's where his mind's at, and that's where he's getting. And so I don't try to respond with anything else because I know, like, that's where he's at. Like, that's what he's, he's locked in. It's the autism. Dude. It's it's the autism. He's the Asperger yeah.
0: spectrum. <laughs> <Yeah.
4: Vic laughs> just,
0: Phil just gives him a thumbs up and then just lets. He sees that little piping <laughs> bubble <laughs> on Vic and he's like, "Okay, he's 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 talking to me. I'll just I'll just let him vent to me about his ideas."
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it, uh, it's funny too, because like
1: you, you can tell like right now, like my my like this So I keep thinking to it, and referencing it. but, Like so many comedians are like feeling the same way or say the same things. Like oh, yeah, it's my it's, it's it's my spectrum, you know. <laughs> it's like it's something. It's a consistent statement with
4: creative. Before people. anybody gets pissed, Vic actually does have medically diagnosed Aspergers.
1: Yeah, I am. I am partially. Uh, he delayed. Is, He is on the spectrum. But Which it's 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 not like
0: a, not like bad. a bad
4: thing. It's if an any sleep. of you have had like some off-putting social interactions on the internet with him, it's not <laughs> going to be an asshole. He just thinks completely different than you, and he comes off like an asshole. No, I'm
1: definitely an asshole. an asshole. I definitely have bad days. But I'm just looking for, yeah, for... I'm trying to help you out. Well, you are see self-struck guys. So. <laughs> I don't think I've looked Phil in the eyes a single time in the last 15 minutes, to be honest
0: with you. he's <laughs> Are you guys sitting next to each other or across from each other?
4: not like this. his thing hand. Things get really misconstrued on the internet. Anytime anybody meets
1: him in person, they're like, oh, I love this guy. I'm the big jolly fucking R-word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's, that, I, I think it's been, been long enough, and I haven't really spoken uh, – on any kind of media about like what the fuck's going on with me or like what my thought process is or whatever <laughs> in a while. So I, I do, I do think it's good that we just touched on all that, but enough of that.
0: No, um, no, you're good, man. Um, yeah. I so, want to sit
1: here and talk about myself all night. Like I'm fucking King big dick. And- <laughs> yeah. Shut up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh we'll, we'll start with Phil since they had been talking for a little bit. Phil, what, uh, what's the plan for PTB? going forward for the next couple days before we start 2023, what, um, I mean, we kind of touched on a little bit that PTB is, is obviously you work with Vic and you guys are partners and stuff, but it's, it's a little bit bigger than that as far as what you have planned and stuff. So you don't have to like go into crazy detail, but what, what's 2023 looking like for you? Um,
4: 2023 is going to be (laughs) the year, the year.
2: Um. So, PTV <laughs> we yeah, tell them how, Phil. So.
4: I, <laughs> I wanted and Vic saw the vision too, and he touched on it earlier bring on multiple bait makers, you know, and make this collaborative effort to where it's easier. I had this bit, you know, this vision for where the next step in the game, the next step, and this whole swim bait nonsense is like, all right, we got a million bait makers now. How can we consolidate the best of them and make it easy for the new guy to, or easier for the new guy to get a hold of, you know, these products that are right. small batch, yeah. hard to get?
1: And not even just the best of them either, but some of these guys that are coming up that have really good ideas. Yeah. They have they don't they just yeah. They just don't they were just like I was four years you know, four or five years ago. Right. They have these great ideas but they don't have the experience on the bench yeah. yet. Can we give them some guidance? Can right. can they you know, we get these other bait makers uh aligned with PTB and, you know, working together and like, okay, this kid is coming up, you know, he's shown a lot of determination and hard work. You know, he does he deserve some some uh, some tips from one of the guys who's got Ten thousand hours under his belt, like, right? You know, yeah, and like let's right, let's say, hey, buddy, like your molds fucked. Like let's let's help you fix that. And like <laughs> the way you're doing this is, is inefficient. Let's let's help you fix that.
4: Well, yeah, more. Than, I mean, Megan and I, we're not OGs by any means because there's been
1: doing this big day thing for like thirty years. Yeah,
4: but we're not saying that. But new when, age OGs. when we started, yeah, new age OGs when we started <laughs> like six years ago, <laughs> it it was a completely different like, it, it was the whole different thing so
1: adrian was there you remember yeah
4: and adrian was there too and uh so we've, yeah we've all seen how everything's progressed and
1: people have came and gone and it's just a vital thing too yeah like the world is is kind of changing like covid was weird as fuck for the yeah. whole yeah
4: world. that changed everything i think that actually brought a lot of new builders it brought
1: a lot of new everything in it and then like amazon really really took off three years ago like when i first started getting into swim baits um i mean like dude so many big names they they just did these fucking huge pre-orders that would take months and that was just like normal you know thing and then the other thing too on the other side is on like the buy sell trade like it would be a normal thing to do a trade with a guy and like he might be fucking working and like you might not ship your bait out for like 15 days or yeah. like 10 days or whatever. But but no that, one would get upset. That was
4: able to happen because the community just was so, yeah, it was the interaction was so much smaller. Yeah, and there was a lot like, more gatekeeping. It which was, was way, way more around. intimate. Yeah. It, so you could, like there was an element of trust, like yeah. right, you're one of us, like yeah, it's fine. But, so, yeah, back to where <laughs> plans, plans, plans. We want to bring bait makers in. I already have a collaboration coming hopefully going to drop by the end of december uh we ran into a little bit of issue with some clear coat and paint nonsense Bash is all good get you yeah it'll get you that'll but, have, uh,
0: have humanity out there man
4: yeah kyle Gracely from california i know a lot of you a lot of you guys really like his stuff um,
1: sweet little baby little,
4: bluegill, little little gill, great for you know the guys just coming into things and looking to get his feet wet.
0: Great for river smallmouth. Let me tell you, I've got, caught a lot of fish on that fucking thing yeah. Just <laughs> gets bit by everything. Let me tell
1: you, we put a little bluegill in the water where it getting not belong. It's a genetic bad. code for best kill little gill.
4: <laughs> yeah, we have an exclusive one-off color collaboration with them. Um, Blizzard gill. You can expect to see that coming soon, and I have a list of several other guys that I want to get on board. And after that, we want to roll out a PTB tournament series. Yeah, let's in spring. Let's let's tell them about the Let's talk about tournaments. That's a big deal. So, part of that, we really want to integrate the builders the having multiple builders on board and the tournaments can mm-hmm. create this little uh ecosystem <laughs> if you will that's, that's a good
0: word that's a good word if for it will. so you guys everybody's
4: familiar with like the Pizwiz tournaments and the Pats tournaments and
1: Bullshad tournaments well if they're not what 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 are they? if they're not people? yeah okay let's, let's so let's talk about what these awesome online damn it. Oh come on now yeah yeah, yeah. So, so let's ask. so
4: uh it started with past tournaments, but um, basically, it's or the swimming underground tournaments. Right? right.
0: Oh, OG, yeah, yeah.
4: But um, it's this bait builder. In the past, it's been one bait builder that puts on a tournament, and uh, say you know, thirty people can enter, pay your entry fee, and then whoever there's a you know they decide what top 5 or 10 or whatever get a
0: bait uh, you, yeah win. whatever oh oh yeah finishes yep yeah you can win
4: you know normally these are high dollar baits so yeah a lot of incentive to join and it's only like 20 bucks down or whatever and everybody has a really great time with them um and
1: do them normally like and we'll, what we want to do is we're going to we're going to create um, something along the lines of you know facebook page like you know that's standard you yeah. know how you run about going about doing it and then that'll coincide with uh, the ptb email list that we're working on or is it an email oh, list
0: big. yeah
1: or whatever so but but the idea here is is that we don't want to be inclusive or
0: exclusive
1: <laughs> 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 Screw you. Stay out.
4: We, we, yeah. we, we don't want to be... If you're not in the click, we don't care. We're, about not,
1: well, no, we're not trying to be exclusive. We want to yeah, be, be inclusive. So we want to create this uh, this ecosystem. We see, that,
4: there's a big opportunity for guys like us to come together and build this really cool thing. Um, That kid...
1: <laughs>
4: not the
2: Sorry, I just started this.
1: <laughs> <part>. <laughs> <laughs> Baby... But yeah, we want to get all these um, bait makers down the you know the next few months that we can get involved in the PTV, and yeah,
4: we're and exactly kind of jumping the gun talking about it. I like, we yeah, that's
0: why I was I was kind of kind of I don't know. Phil said it, and I'm like, okay, we're running with this now. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, I mean, but this is the plan. This is the the grand plan, and this is we're, why
0: hey, we're, we're holding maker. ourselves accountable here by saying this shit.
1: Yeah, if you're a bait maker
4: listening to this that would be interested in being on board, message me or Vic at PTB or Fish Everything, and uh, yeah, we'll definitely talk to you. This
1: is why you want to be a part of this coming up, is because rather than being solely promoted by just your distributor, when you become a part of the PTB gang, or what not even a gang, when you become part of the the, the part the system... You know we what we would like to do is to have all of the builders promote each other, and I think that's the right thing to yep. do. I think that's the best thing yep. for the community um and I'm really taking that inspiration from this damn stand up comedy scene, man. like it, we have this feeling right now that we need to like beat at each other's throats and there's not there's mm-hmm. only Dude. so many baits we can so yeah. we can't guys. everybody can eat the, yeah it's just, growing so much each year. it's insane. There's no reason to be um, dickheads to each other. You know, so. like we need we need to we need to support each other and have each other's backs because we're coming into a recession. Um, China is going to get more and more involved. There's more and more guys who are not going to come into the game with the right intentions, and that's not the people that we want to have involved. We want to have guys who are coming in the game with at least somewhat original ideas or at least their own, you know, unique personal take on a design, like, you know, a glide is a glide, whatever. But don't, don't fucking, don't fucking make it exactly the same as the next guy or don't make that wake exactly the same as the next guy. We don't, we, we don't have time for that nonsense. That's not the right idea. We want the guys that are doing it for the right reasons. And we want to try and help everyone help each other yeah. and create a platform Yep this next year that can do that and, and have some some influence so so we have these big these big tournament events you know typically you sign up for a tournament and you, you might have a chance to win an individual bait from the promoter or the organizer of the event with ptb what we hope to do is have a giant prize pool for every monthly tournament where yeah all the bait makers are going to you know well, we're going to throw in a bait you know collaborative unique bait each month or a good yeah. bait that say you don't like Vicks baits, but you
4: know, we get like Bracelet, your well, I don't even want to say anybody else, just say the case. Case. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> but you make. know, but anybody, you know, anybody else, it doesn't matter because like you can win if everything fleshes out the way we hope, right? You can win a large variety of the more popular yeah. baits on the market, Accessories,
1: right? Accessories, cash prizes. Me, yeah. me and Phil are wanting to put our own necks on the line a little bit here and. Create this awesome, um, awesome pool of prizes and awesome pool of incentives to to participate in the in the deal, so that everybody can be cordial with one another, and you can you can jump into the tournament and yeah. you can fish your favorite baits and yep. not feel like you're yeah. going to or- get judged by somebody for not fishing this high bait or that yeah. high bait or whatever. Don't care. The, the best angler is going to win, and the best angler is going to use whatever the fuck bait he wants as long as you know it's within the the rules
4: bottom line it's going to be about everybody having a good time and we're trying we're throwing back format ideas to make sure that happens you know make it easy as possible uh for everybody to participate and have a good time and not have to try to cut out as much of the nonsense as possible i mean obviously some of that's going to happen with online tournaments but
3: yeah the
4: the bottom line is Positive energy. Positive vibe. Everybody having a good time. Or
1: like bringing in in a guy who might have 4,000 followers, for example. And like, oh, I've got a whopping 11. You know, like, oh, my God. You know, Mm -hmm. whatever. Well, I have no problem showing my 11,000 followers his baits. You know, check check these baits out. These baits are cool. These baits have been proven. These baits are working. And then, you know, in exchange... You know when, when it's, it's my when it's my drop or when it's my tournament win or when it's this or that then he'll show his you know he'll show his people my stuff and that way we can get an expansive reach on that's, that's all the people interested yeah. in swim yeah
4: that's the other ultimate goal of PTB and it, it's it's a perfect example of all right so the builders I'm carrying right now obviously Vic and everything up to this point Exp- and then I, yeah. I got Gracely coming on. Well, I know for sure that a lot of Gracely's guys haven't really been exposed to Vic stuff that much. Yeah, and a lot of Gracely's guys haven't, or a lot of my guys haven't, haven't been, been exposed, exposed to, to Gracely. Gracely. And so if I come together and I've got both guys, both brands involved on the page, and I can use this new Instagram feature where you uh, collaborate, collaborate with yeah. they, and the reach, everything just collides and meshes. It triples, quadruples. Yeah, everybody benefits. Compounding interest. Yeah, and ev- <laughs> basically what it is, and uh, yeah, everybody eats. I mean, everybody gets to see new stuff. The new guys coming in get to see all these other brands of these dope garage builders. That that's the idea is to mix everybody up, collaborate, and not that- share things.
1: Not that, um, not that the other big groups aren't trying to, you know, do that to some extent. Yeah, we're not throwing shade on anybody. This is yeah. There's not enough. Unfortunately, there's not enough room for everyone to be aligned with what already exists at the moment. There's just. People are too busy, it doesn't fit the mantra. It this has
4: nothing it. to do with what anybody else is doing. This is literally just an idea that we came up with that we thought would be dope. We
1: were, we're not try and put a tryout on it. That and
4: doesn't it, exist. Like, like nobody's exists.
1: done it yet. Yeah, not not to the way that we're hoping to do it. I mean, it hasn't it hadn't, you know? So it'll be it'll be really cool. It'll be really, really fun fun thing to do
4: it's not really it's it's honestly not really an easy thing to pull off but we've kind of been put in the mm-hmm. position to be able to do that um with both Vic and I have been around a little little bit now talked to a lot of people seen how things have gone and Adrian the same and Adrian will be involved too with his podcast it's going to be a key part uh, yeah um of, of- bringing
0: everybody together.
1: Adrian goes, yeah, um, actually, yeah. <laughs> no, I was
0: going to say, uh, Phil, Phil and I, obviously Phil and I haven't talked as much as Vic and him have, but we, we've got a pretty cool idea. Well, we have one singular I have one singular cool idea for the tournaments that I've ran past some guys. And I don't know. I think it'd be super cool, but it definitely is not going to happen for 2023. Um, Phil actually brought up the point of, uh, of of some disadvantages to fishing in kayaks and stuff, and and might be on something as far as like an idea for that, but I don't know. I don't really want to talk about it because well, you can't think uh, up and not talk about it. I mean, no. actually, you know, it sounds good in my head, and like it, it sounds good to like half the people I pitch it to, but it's okay. like I I want to yeah. figure it out a little bit more before I before I, like we talk about it. <clears throat> how dare you? I haven't even how dare you?
1: <laughs> you even ah, yeah,
0: you have. Yeah, yeah, you have. I told you about it, cause, cause you were like, that thing's gonna be tiny, and I'm like, no, it would be a blown up version of it. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. but anyway, the the
1: biggest. Yeah, we're gonna need six hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars to make that idea happen. On-
0: yeah. yeah. You course. guys, you guys know the Patreon. You can you can pledge any amount, um, and that will go directly to R and D on this <laughs> very very specific <laughs> niche idea we have for this tournament series. Yeah.
1: Gonna he's going to
0: single-handedly bankrupt He's
1: right going to single-handedly try to reinvent the wheel here.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no. So, um, Stephen Clipper hit me with a good quote the other day. He's like, why would you invent the wheel when you could just make another hubcap? And I'm like, yeah. That's,
4: yeah you know, that's, dude, that's a that's fire. fire. That's a good one. <laughs> Shout-out to Stephen. Clipper, to Steven.
1: Cl- Cl- Clipper is
4: a, he's, he's really came on
1: strong
4: in the game over the past year. I mean, the dude fishes out of a piece of shit boat just like me and just puts head down. <laughs> yeah, just like all of us. There, yeah, dude straight straight up gets it in Canada. And, Can I uh, open
1: that door and piss it out of
4: Absolutely. Can That's I my
0: pissing door. <laughs> dude, <laughs> Phil, I don't even know your house. Are you guys in the basement? Yeah, we're in the basement. Dude, I didn't even know your house had a basement, honestly. Yeah, there's,
4: there's a basement door that opens up to like a what was going to be in a patio at one point but court <laughs> just gravel yeah it's just gravel so it's perfect pissing door but anyways
0: it's hilarious um shit but yeah the, the podcast uh Nobody cares it's gonna, it's gonna help them in any way they can obviously and and obviously down the road there's gonna be stuff and like <clears throat> i'll donate shit I <laughs> don't care donate all sorts of stuff t-shirts fucking... yeah. guys what we discussed. For the past 15 minutes is literally
4: just the tip of the iceberg. <clears throat> we have discussed a mind-boggling amount of ideas over the past month. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <I'm> <laughs> <pissed>. <laughs> like but, it's ridiculous, and there's a bunch more stuff um, that we have list. planned for Ptb that is just like it's no like we would talk about it, but it's not. It's too far out. It's just
1: yeah. But, yeah bottom line is is that we we're a new shark in the water, and uh like it we're or not. Home. Like, go. like it or not, we're hungry, and we want to make something cool that's ours that we can do the best that you know we think it, it can be done.
0: I think I and think I- it's very beneficial to be younger and and have like a very um, I don't know if entrepreneurship like look out because that's kind of like a cringy thing to say, but like to be younger to to have seen this you know, think change over the past five, six years uh, and to kinda have an idea of where where it's going, but where it could go and be beneficial to a lot more people than than what it is right now.
1: Well the other thing is like let's call a spade a spade. Like everyone has their time and whatnot, but like my time is coming, other guys' time is coming, and there are guys who their time is right now. But there's also a lot of dudes who are more in, like, our group age demographic that are, like... Oh, dude, yeah. That are, like... You know, yeah. You know, I don't... Guys, this is totally normal, okay? It's not normal for people who are 18 to 25 to socially interact with people who are 45 to
0: 65.
3: And no, give dude, them- it's,
0: like, it's, it's hard to tell people, like, telling my girlfriend's parents that we're gonna go to Virginia to hang out with a bunch of guys who, yeah. who are on, on the north side of 35 and yeah. just kind of look at you like are you going to hang out with like people's parents and I'm like yeah like more or less it's pretty much what it is yeah.
1: there's there's certainly lots to learn from all those people and lots to be inspired by a lot oh, yeah. to take notes from but also yeah don't get
4: it twisted like I, me Vic everybody like talks to a lot of these guys like on a. Regular basis, and I'm sure some of them are going to message us after this, being like, "Dude, what the hell?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, mean, I think, I, mean, I think you know, there's nothing wrong with trying to put a little youth, a little youth. No, it's it's important. To, we it's wanna, yeah. you know, you know, We want to try and get like more youth involved because that's where, in my opinion, like a lot of the originality. In the future is going to come from the different outlooks and everything well, and
4: it's honestly incredible that the gap has been this big for this
1: long yeah when the three of us got into it I mean dude we were like some of the youngest dudes yeah you know? we like, were, when when were I, when the only
0: out. other younger kids were like Jackson and he's like two years younger than fit oh, well two years younger than me and like that was like that those were the kids and even now like looking at it, there's there's not many kids like that are a little bit, I mean, there's, there's kids younger than us, but there's not like another group moving in yet. And so there's a big group of young guys.
1: I think it's tough because what we're doing is kind of like a, kind of an expensive hobby. It's kind of a elevated version of what exists. It's kind of
0: a, And it's like, it's, it's a lot, obviously it's, it's a lot more saturated. I mean, you could post on, on universe and there was only 10,000 people and you'd get 200 likes. Whereas now, you top out at like 20 likes just because guys aren't liking stuff or, or nobody even sees it cuz you've been a part of the group for only you know a couple months like it's yeah. like you got to get traction really i really think that's what it comes down to yeah
1: yeah so like kind of touching on uh that whole idea too like dude let's talk about this like we were just talking about clipper like dude right now is a weird time for fishing because i'm so I'm so torn up, dude. I don't want to sound like Randy Blockett. Oh, right God. Now, but I'm so I'm so torn up because what guys are doing with technology and fitness is so fucking insane. But it's also... As a guy myself who's used a little technology, who's had it, then sold it, then had it, then sold it, been on boats with it, fished with guys who only use it, fished with guys who do both, everything in between, I I really hate to say this, but, like, I can't can't help but sit here and be like, man, like, I really feel like there's going to be a point in the future where doing it the old school way is going to be sought after, maybe, but... I don't know, man. I mean, it's tough because I, I sit here and I'm, I'm like bitching about it because I can't afford it. That's but I'm also to the punch. <laughs> but I'm also thinking like, all right, once I get this, like, okay, we all grew up fishing. While almost all of this didn't exist for the most part, you know, The Side scan came out in like 2014,
4: 2012, maybe. Nice. Yeah, something like that.
1: So I was like. 14 years old then and just like just learning how to bass fish. But it's just really weird to me that I fell in love with fishing. That is not the same that it is now. I love the Bassmaster Classic tournaments on the ESPN style film that were done when we were kids. Like that, like I don't watch the new ones. Dude, dude. I bet you a lot of guys don't know about that. Maybe. I don't know.
4: No, but serious. Talk, talk about that. Like,
1: I really think that the Pinnacle of Bassmasters... There is
4: a run of tournaments on YouTube. Bassmaster Tournaments Elite Series. Elite series class- early <laughs> 2000s. Look it up.
1: You have an, if you're if a younger you guy... Have,
4: look it Jesus up. It's, they film... It's just the last day. So
1: bad,
4: they, they just filmed the last day. And it's when ESPN was <clears> broadcasting <throat> Bassmaster. And they did it. You can tell it's like the ESPN style and everything. And it's... It's fast-paced, but you also get a really good feel for what's going on. um, And the field is just stacked. Like, yeah. these guys – the, let's see, the, the Sandy Cooper uh, – there there was a run in, what was it, like 2006?
3: Yeah.
1: There's, like, what, five tournaments or something where they broke the century? Yeah. 73- yeah. But what, I, what I'm, what i like, thinking about lately with this whole thing is, like, I mean, psychological impact. When I was a kid, falling in love with bass fishing, and a s- little side tangent here, I've, I've been, you know, listening to a lot of the, trying to listen to more of the fishing podcasts and a lot of origin stories are on the fishing podcast, and, like, guys, you know, oh, I caught my first bass with my grandpa, I caught my first bass with this, whatever. To I be mean, honest with you, I'm not sure if I really talked about this or not, but, like, I fished for a long time before I really ever caught bass, like, on my own. You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, it, I mean, dude, it took me, like, forever to, like, be able to catch bass, like, on my own, like, when I was a kid because, you know, I was learning by myself and everything. And then that then quickly transitioned to this main point where now I'm starting to learn how to use a, a jig, a spinnerbait, a buzzbait, and and a Senko or whatever the fuck. And now I'm watching these guys on TV, and they're using the same stuff that I'm using the same way. And they're blasting them. They're putting these big stringers together. And they are doing shit that I, I, I could never imagine doing on my little pond or my little lake. But what is it like to be a 12-year-old kid or a 14-year-old kid now who is going to Dick Sporting Goods, buying a Guggen flipping Jig with a little chunk crawl on it, and then he's super into bass fishing and obsessed with bass fishing and he's going home and watching these tournaments and guys are fishing in 65 feet of water st- staring at their screen right, he's, th- yeah. he's thinking, I can't relate to that yeah How, how am I going to do that? I don't even have a car i don't, I, don't even, I don't even have a boat yet. How yeah. am I going to do that? So you're telling me that to be a pro
0: professional level yeah
1: he be the best of the best now like I, I still have to I have to get a career and and be able to afford all this stuff. You know, I mean, it's kind of old. Yeah, and, like, and now
0: to, to qualify, bad. you have to fish. It's like every single qualifying tournament. Every, and or, like, is it every it or like? Yeah, like, it's something. It's something weird. Like, like least. five out of the seven or something like that. You got to qualify for. Or,
2: that's a lot. It's a lot. Of them, but yeah, and
0: like um, you, you have guys who <clears throat> you have older guys who who want to do this like thirties and. They can't because you can't you can't take seven weeks off of work or go go practice fish drag your boat around if you have a career like you. Oh, no, you if have you to you have abs- to be you have to be bred into it more or less, or be very well off when you're born. To I, I don't know, it's weird. It is.
1: It is honestly. I don't know. I'm kind of sounding like a like a little bitch. Why? Well, can I can this. I add something? Too? Yeah. Because
4: I have a contrasting perspective to yours. All right. So like Vic knows now, like he's down here where I live for the first time. For the and first see time it.
1: ever. There's there's no water here. Like, it's really weird, dude. This man no lives lake. lives in a shithole.
4: I
3: live in the mountains.
1: Beautiful man. place, but for fishing shithole.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> uh,
0: a lot of chickens. No no water.
4: Everybody around me, um, trout fishes. I live between the Appalachian and Blue Ridge Mountains, well Appalachian Massanutten and then the Blue Ridge. But
2: and so yeah, there's no lakes. Lake Anna's
4: like hour and a half north of it. Everything's two hours away. You know, I can't just get close so when I was a kid, and of course the only person that fished in my family is my older brother. He got me into it. You know, I came up I was fishing at my great aunt's river farm. I was fishing the creek that borders our property, which I had to walk two miles to get to, um, you know, just all of these really tiny water situations. I had to put in a lot of legwork to do it. And so I didn't relate to anything. That I saw bass fishing related, you know, because yeah. everyth- everything's lake centric. Yeah. So, and I, you know, I had nobody to take me to a lake. I knew nobody that fished lakes. So, I, what did YouTube do for you for
1: ponds then? Was that how Eventually, you
4: it? yeah, eventually I was. I did find the, you know, the. I mean, when I started, geez, I mean, I got my first uh, five damn we're origin story again how did we wind up yeah damn it damn it <laughs> but <laughs> i mean i don't know i kind of just
2: like i told you like i've
4: i did what i could as much as i could and i figured it out pretty early yeah. and uh I mean, that was it. So then by the time, like by the time YouTube fishing like got big, and like I found guys on YouTube that like did things I could relate to. I already pretty much had done what I could do locally. Um, there's definitely a lot more river fishing to be done, and there still is for me. Uh, I'm not going to act like I'm some kind of expert. But <laughs> the thing with that is, it's so hard, because you have to have another guy. And you have to, you know, know, put in and take out, and it takes a whole day. It's you can't just run yeah, after work and put the boat in. Yeah, like it's, it's a whole process.
1: But still, even with that, you you never had that. Right, I never weird, had the lake experience. Yeah, never the lake experience. But you never also had this sh- strange concoction of like you need this technology right
4: yeah i never had that either but i was just saying yeah i get i kind of get it because i i knew i was never like nobody was ever gonna take me yeah to the lake like i i was never gonna be fishing a jig on a point like (laughs) you know what i mean like just that stuff that you would consider basic i was like i already knew i had to find my own way so i don't think it's gonna be you know, there's going to be a ton of. There's still toys. going to be
1: plenty of kids. Oh, great crop of young guys that find their own way right. and kill it. Right. Oh, for sure, for sure. Because yeah. on and, and on the flip side of all this, it's it's also so exciting because it's like, dude, as a guy who makes fishing lures based off of fish behavior, man, I, I'm like, fuck, dude, I got to get my hands on it. It's it's some cool.
4: other dimension.
1: <laughs> I, I'm gonna learn so much from it, and I. I consume fishing, like, 24-7, so e- even though I haven't personally gone out there with the live scope and watched it all day long 10 times or 100 times or 1,000 times yet, I've got so many friends who do it and so many video. I'm like, I, you can know, you study these videos, you can see what these guys are doing, you can see where it's a- applicable, and if you have the... On the water experience and you know can think about your similar lake there's already like a thousand places I got in my mind where I'm like alright I'm going to take that there and I'm going to do this and it might work it might not if it doesn't work I'm going to but even if it doesn't work that's already a puzzle piece in my head where I'm like man I really wonder if I had the ability to see what's in this tree in the middle of the lake in 40 foot of water that we always side scan by that's got tons of crappy and, and what looks like bass in it if we go out there with, and, and scope that, and then we throw the, the bluegill glide in there and catch a seven-pounder, like, boom, we, we kind of already knew that was going to happen. You know, like, we kind of already thought, like, oh, yeah, there's got to be a seven-pounder in that 40-foot fucking tall tree. But if we go out there and we can't do it, then it's equally as valuable. Because then it's like, okay, well, I just spent the last two years fishing this lake thinking, yeah, that's probably where these seven-pounders are at. Or... Yeah, that's probably where these big fish are. You just eliminated water. Yeah, you, just, you're you just eliminated Which, which is, is just as valuable. It's, it, it is. It <laughs> is, if you look at it that way. Because I see. It's weird. I talk to, you know, tons of dudes, and it's like almost 50 50 split. Guys are like, oh, yeah, you got this live scope, and, you know, I ain't <laughs> caught no fucking big fish with it. Well, then the next guy you talk to is like, dude, I've had this for two weeks. And it's the most fucking insane thing I've ever seen in my life. Like it's changed everything instantly. It's so easy. It's so obvious. I just don't understand how there can be such a straight down the middle split on it. It's it either, wild. It's either, to me, from the outside perspective, it's either because it's fishery dependent and some lakes and some bass are setting up differently, or it's just Personally dependent, and it's how you're perceiving the information. Because I know guys who I just talked to one last night, and he's like, Dude, I got live scope three months, three weeks ago, and I went out to all my wintering holes that I normally fished, and I was throwing a blade bait, and the fish just would not come up off the bottom. And in five seconds of seeing these 10 bass sitting in the winter hole, not budge, not move, that I would normally fish hours with a blade bait for, I was like, Nope, Nedrig. And then started catching them because they were glued to the bottom and didn't want to move. So, you know, but the other guy might take that and he might take his blade bait and he might fish those fish and go,
4: ah, I saw the fish and I just couldn't
1: catch them. Ah, I saw the fish and I couldn't catch no big fish with the live scope. Maybe they just didn't, you know, think about what the behavior was and didn't make an adjustment. I, I don't know. I can't speak on it, but I will make a prediction right now. My best season. Is 56 bass over five pounds and 13 bass over six pounds. That I'm was in Maryland. That was in Maryland. I mean, we're not, not in Texas. Texas. <laughs> that, that was like, not to my own horn, but some pretty fucking amazing fishing that went down. I'm predicting that for 2023, and I'm saying it right here, and we'll uh, retouch on this next winter and see if I was full of shit or not. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> But I'm thinking next year I'm going to catch 100 over 5 pounds, and I'm probably going to catch 5 over 7 pounds, and I'm probably going to catch 20 over 6 pounds because I'm going to have that technology on my boat. Plus, we've got new tools coming to facilitate Yeah, so things. it's a loaded question. I've got a lot more experience, <laughs> a lot more knowledge, but... I was talking about the baits.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to touch on next, Phil, since yeah. we kind of just glazed over Vic's 2023 thoughts, ideas, and, and what he's looking forward to. So yeah, we'll, sure we'll round go back go and face touch face. on that real quick. <laughs> looking
1: forward to absolutely murdering the fuck out of him in March and April. I'm to- I'm telling you like <laughs> boys, I'm getting GoPros. We're gonna be we're both getting GoPros. We're gonna I'm, film the whole thing. I'm I'm selling out. I hate to say it. I got pissed. But I go for it. I hate <laughs> to say it. I'm gonna be that guy, but I've had it all to myself for a while now. And I'm gonna sell out, and I'm gonna I'm gonna show y'all what it is I, I do out there with these glides. Show y'all the reels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Phil's Phil's seen it. I know there's a group of dudes that fish like I do with glides that also kill it, but I haven't really shown anybody how I do it. But we're gonna get these GoPros. We're gonna we're gonna cast the catch the whole year. That's that's like a huge goal with these new baits that have been extremely persistently meticulously made into a specific function for how I like to fish the glide and we're going to go out there and dude I'm telling you we're going to we're going to murder them dust them like it's going to be stupid we Man. got
4: equally we're going to work hard to get a ton of these
1: out into people's hands so got exciting news
0: Exciting! You hear you heard it here first, everybody. Exciting scales and tails.
1: Yeah, this is a scales and tails exclusive announcement.
0: This is where Um, I I wish I had a noise board where it's like (laughs) some like fucking auto-tuned exclusive, uh, exclusive content (laughs) coming to you
1: live first here at Scales and Tails exclusive news, like some bullshit like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I have never really made baits with the aspiration to like make as many as physically possible that still function perfectly but maybe don't look as pretty and I've never tried to make a 100 a week or 200 a week even with that like obviously I'm not going to be painting these natural gizzard wizard fucking badass color shifting stuff on them all the time still do it occasionally But 2023, I've got two new baits coming out Uh, the Taxi Shad 7 inch and the Taxi Shad 6 inch. You know, we just did that final farewell batch of 6 inch paperweights. I can tell you that they're not the same bait. Um, I'm still a little bit. I'm a, I'm I'm a little I'm a little sad. A We're little, not
4: throwing the molds away. Well well I already
0: did. Right, he, he I, threw the molds so I, I already I already fucking had a couch fire with them, Phil.
1: <laughs> I, I, I didn't throw the master away, but I'm a little sad to see the old six inch go. But I'm I'm excited for what is holding in the future with the new six inch. Um basically the biggest change I think is that the, the original six was more of like a Get in, get in, get out. Dirty, fucking, nasty little glide.
4: They killed a lot of fish this year. F- fish, it fish big. For
1: the, it fish big for the size. A ridiculous amount of fish. It fish big for the size, and I'm making the new one to be more of, um, more of a tool like a conventional jerk bait would be. You, the new one is focused on getting bites. It's focused on. Having the capability of being made in a moderate and fast sinking model that still uh, performs well for the live scope guys. We're, we're going to be calling that uh, LSM and LSF, live scope moderate, live scope
0: fast. Oh, so dude, one is going to love that name. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. LSM and LSF, live scope moderate is going to be your faster than average sinking glide bait, believe me. And that's going to be something that you should be able to cast out and like get down to fish twelve foot down quick. Yeah, don't
4: don't buy this bait. Yeah, thinking you're, you're just gonna fish it like a glide. No, like,
1: this is gonna you gotta be know what you're getting. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a twitch bait. It's it's a get down to the fish, twitch it, and 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 move it around. And the profile and how refined and perfect. I mean, this thing matches what a six inch gizzard chat looks like to the fucking T. And you're going to get that thing down there, and it's going to go left, right, left, right, left, right, bang, pause, smoke them. I'm
0: intrigued. I'm aroused with this yeah, sentence.
1: And then the LSF, wide scope fast, is going to be a bait that you should effectively be able to fish for a suspended fish up to you know, 20, 25, 30 foot deep. And we are still majorly in the prototype phase of that model, um, but I am talking about making a glide that... Sinks literally like a rock, but does not Pender. perform like a rock. Once, cause here's the thing: now we're gonna have to do underwater camera footage. We're gonna have to do. We might live have to. Video. Hire, we might have to hire a diver to um, proof of concept this. But this bait is gonna sink so fast. Well, and but, we'll do live scope footage. Yes, but the Just idea there. is gonna be that this bait is gonna get down. I'm I'm probably gonna make the bait. I'm gonna give. Some other bait makers might get a little aroused by this little don't, idea. Don't huh? give him away too much. Yeah, I'll give them a little bit, but I'm going to make the bait like we can always edit this. Basically, not buoyant at all. It's it's going to be. I'm going to you know I'm dialing. I'm in the process of dialing in this formula where it has almost no buoyancy, but it has so much keel weight that it still stays upright and performs properly. <laughs> But you have to understand the physics behind this. Is like you're going to make a 60 foot cast, 70, 80 foot cast max with the one and a half, two ounce bait, and then it's going to get down there to a 25, 30 foot deep fish, and you're going to have so much drag and so much uh, pull on your line and your angle that once it gets down to that depth is when everything is going to start to work in harmony. Right. Yeah. And that's when it's going to perform. So you know that's the really cool thing about the technology is. I'm like, holy shit! Like, there's so many more opportunities to make yeah. things I've always wanted to make. Like, I made Countdown Haters five, you know, four years ago, five years ago, however long that was, and nobody knew what the fuck to do with them. You know, like that didn't exist. You can't like, see what it's doing. You, you don't can't see, see what it's doing. It's down there. You you're just reeling it in. You're like, No, you do there's fish down there. You just you, yeah. now, it's like there's enough people behind that fish.
4: This technology calls for a whole new type of bait.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: you heard it here first even call. we're, we're going to start it.
0: seeing more more <laughs> um oh, God. one thing one Don't thing i done. wanted to uh, to ask about mostly everybody that's wondering and by everybody i mean ben Linnell is uh, i i know i know that the baby taxi and just the taxi in general is kind of a ass uh-huh. to make is there any anticipation of that coming in 2023 because there that, that's is something that that has been talked about for like since 2019. We,
4: okay, yeah, I mean that's that's good. Uh, there is anticipation of the baby taxi that will be coming. We don't know when. There's baits ahead of it <laughs> in yeah, line, yeah. but it is closer than it's ever been to, to production. Vick will, Vic will tell you.
3: Let me tell you. Let me. Help let me.
4: Let me um, and there's there's other baits we have coming too for 2023. They're just not done yet. Yeah, the um,
2: we'll just get it over with. The baby taxi
1: will be available by April, tentatively. tentatively.
0: Exc- ex- ex- exclusive scales and Tales content.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't bet on it because there's going to be a lot of stuff <laughs> happening. It's going to be. It, I want the baby taxi ready for those little northern munching trout motherfuckers. He tried to tell Steven, man, I'm like, Clipper, dude, get a 10 inch taxi, bro. You like, get on that. He's like, ah, oh, you know. Yeah, big... Everybody asked me, how big's the taxi?
4: Like, it doesn't, it... that's mine.
1: Oh, it doesn't fish
4: like a, I don't know. It, like, no, it does, though. It's big. It's big, but
1: it's just that big. It's, it's thin. Yeah, it's thin.
4: It's the not whole, as
0: big as the 15 inch one that I wanted, that's for sure.
1: The whole, <laughs> the whole genius idea behind the taxi truck because I will, I will say to this day, the Taxi Trout is like one of the best goddamn baits I've ever made. Like, oh, that man. swim video I posted the other day... Y'all
4: sleep so heavy on that bait. No, no they don't um, only
1: sleep on it. We yeah, make it, you know, Yeah, that's true, too. the ass to me. But I would I I go to the grave with it. I would be goddamned if there is a swim video out there of, that, of a glide bait that flies <laughs> as crazy as that one I posted a video on the other day from 2019. I, I'm, now, do not get me wrong. They do not all swim like that. That is no, the no, they don't. They don't. Yeah, <laughs> that is the matter of the game, ladies and gentlemen. And I, I will, I will tell you right now. They all swim well, but they all swim different. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. If you want to make a bait swim fucking crazy like that, here is the physics behind it. Um, a glide in order to travel. You about to give out trade secrets? No, well, I'm not giving out a trade secrets. So I'm, I'm, I'm hooking it up. <laughs> Listen, people, right. it's physics. Okay, there's a lot of. Well, there's a lot of like hydrodynamics and physics behind the way these lures work. And if you're talking about a glide, it only makes sense if you try to fine-tune um, any bait. You could, I think you could probably do this with just about any bait, glide bait that you would buy. It would increase the performance like 20%, at least. In order to have a bait swim that insane, for one, you're not going to have it deeper than three foot under the surface. Because in order for it to do that, it's traveling uh, laterally, left and right, which means that it needs to be level, which means that it needs to be, or at least mostly level. Which means that if it's too deep, obviously you're not going to be able to do that. But if you, for whatever reason, want to make some bait swim ridiculous, uh, you need to have the bait perfectly suspend. That's That's a key key thing. But if the bait that you're trying to fine-tune that's in your arsenal you already have, um, doesn't perfectly suspend easy. You can drill weight out of it. Ask your bait maker where the weight is. drill uh, it out a like, little bit, little bit, little bit at, at a time. Or, you know, always play with the hooks first. And you're going to want to have that nose of the bait sitting down like 10, 15, 20%. Get you a little three-gallon test tank and go ahead and look at it in there. Um, if you can take the pin out of the bait, that's even better because then you can play with the hinge and if the, you know watch some uh, watch some uh Buka's videos or something. He has some yeah, Buka's
4: got videos on it. And this is like really easy stuff, guys. Like you don't have to be
1: mechanically. No, gone no, no, no it's super this. easy. If the bait when once first things first, get the bait to suspend. Once you get the bait to suspend. If it wants to nosedive, then you're gonna to have to adjust the hinge. If you can't adjust the hinge, you're gonna to have to adjust the balance, which means like maybe put a bigger hook on the back, or maybe put a nail weight in the back, uh, in the tail. You know, usually um, hook hook hangers on baits are usually centered around good places for weighting to go. So, you know, if you need to keep the bait from nosing down and you can't open the hinge up and tune it with the hinge, then you can add like a nail to the the hook hanger, rear hook hanger portion of the bait uh, to declare that in the water. And if you don't want to do that and you can open the hinge, then you can do that by adjusting the screws, which other people have made videos about. But basic rundown is you unscrew or screw in either the top or the bottom screw in the hinge And that'll change the way that the energy is, you know, pushed into the glide itself. If you screw in the top hinge, for example, then it's going to pull the bait up. Or if you screw in the bottom hinge, then it's going to pull the bait down. So once you get the bait suspending, and then once you get it tracking level, you'll be able to make it shoot out super wide. But In order for it to shoot out super wide, you need to either feed it line or you need to have the perfect gear ratio reel. Now, if you don't have a lot of different gear ratio reels, then you can experiment with three quarter and half spools of line. Usually, to make a bait go super, super wide, you're going to want to use a lower gear ratio reel, like a five or a six. And if you don't have a five or a six, you can take a seven or an eight and do a three-quarter or or a half-spool line or play with your line weight or your line diameter. And you can use that to get the proper gearing, essentially. And you want to have just enough slack so when it shoots out that it's got plenty of bow to play with. And, And then you can actually do a crank and then move your rod to the bait and then do another crank. And then move your rod back to the bait and feed it the line. There's really no reason to have to do that most times, but it is pretty fucking fun to fish a bait that swims like that. Yeah, you're.
4: It's just like confidence yeah. to the max.
1: This <laughs> is like oh awesome. my God.
4: We're gonna this. do. We have plans to make um, several like in-depth, like extremely professional quality uh, tutorial videos oh, about tutorials tutorials okay, about how, that how to effectively adjust these baits and that'll apply to any bait that you buy yeah it really should apply to um, all yeah unless somebody's come up with some crazy <laughs> news that we haven't heard about but
1: <laughs> physics is physics function is form
4: yeah form so, is function so yeah we want to make videos on how to do all this stuff you know because some guys are going to listen to what vix just said and it's not going to make a lick of sense because they're visual <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and show y'all how to tune your own baits and make them swim like the you want. Because I mean, Vic tries, well, we both try as hard as we can to give you a product that swims really well out of the box, but they're not all going to swim the same.
1: We're not going to all swim exactly. There's so many. To, yeah. yeah. People variables don't understand.
4: Like there is so many variables to how a bait swims from everything to what's on the bait what hardware's on the bait how the bait like you said the screw eyes how uh, much paint on
0: there all sorts of shit
4: to yeah what line you're fishing how much line is on your reel this is your yeah. gear ratio happen the uh, rod
0: uh, how I much parabolic break, it loads up and you shit
4: hold, your rod it, everything everything, everything yeah. affects everything because something something like
1: phil just mentioned the rod which is like a really interesting part of like a glide um if you have- like
2: too soft of a rod
1: and you're holding the rod at like your say three o'clock and the bait is at nine or ten o'clock in your chest and every time you're doing a crank on your handle to make the bait swim if your rod tip is too soft and it's absorbing a lot of that force it's taking that force away from the propulsion behind the bait you got to understand that that rod tip is absorbing the energy. It's literally that's exactly what it's doing. It's taking the energy off the line and putting it into the rod, which is going to change the way the bait's swimming. So you can I I typically recommend that you point the rod directly at the bait whenever you fish it. Yeah. And if you're fishing braid, you don't want to do that because you're, you know, fish are gonna hit the bait and you're gonna miss the hooks. That's a different that's a different situation. Um, I used to be a Huge advocate for braid for a long time, but I'll be honest with you, mainly because I was striper fishing, (laughs) and now that I'm like back on bass, eh, braid has got its time in place. But clear line is day in day out way more beneficial. But if you are pointing your rod tip directly at the bait, you're not gonna you're not gonna have that rod affecting the bait. It's all gonna be in the reel. Which on the flip side. Not always the right thing to do, but that's something to think about. Also, like these are things that no matter whose bait you've bought or what bait you're fishing, yeah, it you want to you want to think about this kind of stuff. Yeah, where am I holding my rod? Am I, am I trying to use yeah, my pay attention to every single aspect of your gear?
4: obviously you, it matters. Uh, yeah, when you're super dialed into the well, bite, it matters. Gail just put out a video that was really good. I missed it. It was about um, how how your spool capacity affects how your bait's going to fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure. why he will fish a 400-sized reel on. You can
0: put less line on it. Well,
4: every soft bait same bait.
0: amount of line as on a 200, but it's closer yeah, to the spool.
4: Long cast,
1: and he still has that spool size. Yeah, that's an old Bill Seaman tile. Bill Seaman yeah. took the Calcutta 400B yep. back in the early 2000s, and they went out to a football field and they marked a foot on the line, every foot, and they made long casts with different reels, and they found that the 400-size reels would, no matter how long the cast, because of the, the gearing and because of the spool size, they would pull in the, the, the same amount of line from yeah. the start to finish, which is pretty fucking cool.
4: So the, it's hard to explain, but the way that works is, so, you know, you bomb an 80-yard cast... Yes, yeah, uh, or, or, yeah, 60, 70 yard cast with a 200 size reel, you're going to have, you know, a lot less line left on your spool as opposed to a 400 size reel. And so since you have more line left on your 400 size reel spool, it gives it a bigger diameter, which means it pulls in more line per turn, which gives the bait
1: more action. Yeah. It's, it''s really it's really funny because like whenever I get really dialed into a bite, I mean, guys, I, I can't tell you, man, like it, it it bums me out when customers are not eager to mess with the ship and eager to fine-tune the stuff, because I make the baits, and I'll take the same bait, and if I'm fishing a seven day block in a row in the spring and the water is going to trend from 50 to 56 and there's going to be wind some days and it's going to be calm other days. Dude, I will literally strip all the line off my spool and go from 20 to 25 or go from 20 to 30. Even if I got a bait that's sinking too fast and I want to keep it like right under the surface, if I'm lay down fishing like Mm -hmm. I did last spring or this spring and like, like this spring, perfect example took the same two baits and, uh, out of the you know, twelve sessions I had, I think I fished four different pairs of hooks and three different lines. Yeah. And I was like real dialed in on, on why I was doing and it was just it was just simple shit, you guys. Just like, huh. I really wish I could have hung that bait on the end of that log for like an extra two seconds.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, tomorrow don't just go like changing stuff out like misguided, like that's not gonna get you anywhere. You. But like
4: you'll the more you met the gist of it is the more you mess around with stuff the more you'll see like oh okay I need this to do this and then you'll realize the variables that you can
1: change and get it to do that yeah swim bait fishing is so goofy in my way because it's it's I, I really think like other than jerk bait fishing and other than spinner bait fishing it's the only style that requires extreme uh, I don't know Adjustment, I guess. Adjustment. Yeah. If you wanna if you get on a bite like if you're going out and you're only getting bit like once or twice a day, you know, there's not a whole lot you could do. Unless you get lucky right. and you have a good theory and everything, which occasionally you will. But if you're going out like when the bite I mean you gotta realize guys, the bite is only like wide open like three times a year. It's like there's there's thirty days in a year and they might be separated into six blocks of five or three blocks of ten yeah. where the bite is like fucking wide open. And when it's like wide open like that, you can get way more bites if you pay attention to why you're getting bit. And then if you're getting bit for a specific reason and that's something you can improve on, like if you're getting bit on the pause and you can make the bait pause longer by making it sink slower or by upping your line or something or putting smaller hooks on, that's a really simple change you can make that'll give you an extra second and a half on the pause that'll. Get you five more bites in a five day block of fishing. And one of those bites could be a personal best. And uh dude, I mean it gets me so stoked thinking about that kind of stuff because we need to start talking about this stuff more. You need to stop talking about oh, you gotta have this rod and this bait and this and that. Like, yeah, there's baits that are better than others, but for the most part, I hate to say it, but (laughs) it don't fucking matter. (laughs) Like you go out to (laughs) You go out to my home lake when the fish are pulled up on the wood, and, like, if you properly present a big lure in that wood, like, you are going to get smoked.
4: Yeah. Can I hit on something, too, that we were talking about the other day? No. Is the importance. <laughs> right, well, I'm going to. The secondary action thing. Oh, and yeah. The, and the importance of, like, a neutral bait sometimes, because how often are the fish turned off? All the time,
1: yeah, they're almost always turned off,
4: so, and this I thought of when we went to Cadors, oh yeah, all right, and I cast it out across that rock tank. Don't and, tell', him, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're fishing by this bridge, and then has given them the nickname, the fucking spot,
1: yeah, the whole, yeah. Night, <laughs>
4: the whole, the whole night well, there's like nine bridges. there's but, fucking uh, three of that's still a lot.
1: Don't tell them a bridge.
4: <laughs> no, tell them the story. tell them the story. I think we're fishing this rock point, all right? We should be getting smoked right now. The wind's blowing in just to pass through, through this, this channel through and through the valley it's of death, blowing yeah. in the back. You know, it's oh, God. there's this sexy rock bank and everything, junk rock. And uh, the boat's drifting back. And I cast, we go under the bridge and I have casted back
2: across behind us before we drift under
4: the bridge and uh, I can't even follow this and I was I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to replay it in my mind. <laughs> I'm trying to work out an overrun. Alright. He backlashed the shit out of his reel. It but he wasn't he, ladies he and gentlemen it. Out of it. It, he, <laughs> it wasn't my rod or reel and it was not set by me and it, it was viral. shit. <laughs> I rarely fish with fluorocarbon with swim baits.
1: The fluorocarbon was a key factor there, that because that line had sank like a son of a bitch while you're yeah. picking this thing up. Yeah, out. it
4: did. It did. I was fishing a seven inch hater.
2: Hater? Hater. And I'm reeling up.
4: So basically, the wind is blowing this bait between the bridge piling and the rock bluff, the chunk rock.
3: Yeah,
1: big. it was it was an accidental perfect presentation. And
4: yeah, yeah, hundred percent perfect. <laughs> and there's a there's I look back on Navionics afterwards, and there's like a shelf halfway, and then it drops again into the main channel. And like Vic said, the fluorocarbon pulled the bait under, and the bait was doing nothing. Yeah, was I was not reeling. Total it, dead deads. <laughs> it was just sitting there in the and it wasn't a soft bait. It was a seven inch hater. Yeah, it was just suspended. You know, just the brush yeah. tail might have been wiggling a little bit, but yeah, yeah it was
2: suspended. A tail
4: on. Did it? Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. Well, that was like literally yeah. right before the wreck. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I reel up, start reeling, and all of a sudden it's just like, oh, what in the world? <laughs> I'm pulling. I'm like, man, it's got to be like a, I don't know. So
3: I'm like, I, don't know. I was, I was like, Phil's fish.
4: It's like, like, dude, that's a fish. Like, he saw it before I did. I
3: was like,
0: worlds. <laughs>
4: Really, is like a like a four pounder. Like it's like for like almost a five. Yeah, dude, do, just doing straight up nothing. Like you, well, watch
1: Josh Jones' video that he just posted. To yeah, them. literally, literally guys. Like this is what I'm saying. Like, dude, the, and Phil's saying too. These fish are neutral a lot. They're, they're they're especially these big fish. These big fish are in neutral modes and neutral attitudes. Almost all the time, and, and neutral doesn't mean shut off. Neutral means like shut off is different. Neutral is just neutral. Neutral is like You're
0: just doing fish, fish shit. <clears throat>
1: He's just doing fish shit. He's just literally suspending, vibing, uh, not doing anything. He's not looking for bait fish. But if you present something to a neutral fish properly, or be an
0: opportun- opportunistic eater. Yeah.
1: Yeah, dude. Like that's so cliche, but like it is so, so under, true. It's so underutilized. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Because it's hard to
1: replicate. It's it is hard to replicate like that but, was a stupid fish catch. But now it's but I bet you if we had live and like this perfect example, like if we had live and we, we pulled up with that, yeah, and we just scoped and you saw that little blip just sitting there and you were able to present the suspending bait to that fish, why he ate that bait. Why okay. would you not eat a different a different suspending bait or that was just presented intentionally right so
4: yes yeah, it had to do with by the time that i started reeling in on that thing we had drifted to the back side of the bridge so i'm uh, now presenting that bait at a new angle coming into the fish i feel like he was pointed out towards the main lake probably we don't have any fucking idea we have no idea you know what's
1: hilarious is we're sitting here making a fucking 10 minute analysis about fish <laughs> thing you caught on a backlash bro yeah
0: Hey, So did you pick out the backlash before the picture, or did the line just cover it up on the reel? No, no,
1: we, no, no, no. I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. We we posted that picture and that fish as if like, we knew what we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> we <had> no, that <laughs> was good <laughs> job. did to get it done today. Really kept your head in the game. <laughs> Stupid luck. Stupid luck. Hey, I would rather be lucky than good. Yep, 100%. Sometimes. And then
4: uh, the only other action we had that day, I totally whiffed on a muskie. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Dude, Adrian, <laughs> listen to craziest. This. I'll let Vic tell it.
1: Oh, I'm not gonna tell him about your fucking. your, your no, tell because you watched it. Third person. <laughs> no, I'll tell it. I'll tell it. It's just so sad. <laughs> sad.
3: We we're fishing. I, the-
1: I know
0: about it. Phil told me as soon as it happened.
1: <laughs> oh, dude. We, you know, I'll tell the people. It's a good story. We were fishing these docks and. Uh, I throw I was throwing a glide and Phil was throwing Chad Yates Huddleston Chuck not Huddleston I'm sorry Huddleston at, at these docks and uh, and we were like just talking about like oh yeah there's like a lot of muskie in here I'm surprised we haven't seen one yet and <laughs> dude he's fucking reeling this bait in under this dock and it comes up to the boat and I'm looking in the water yeah and there is like a forty five forty eight inch old Gnarly dinosaur looking, pure.
0: Like right at the boat, yeah.
1: Yeah, you did make a shit cast. (laughs) I was (laughs) knowing. So so the last two
0: stories have just been involved around Phil's shitty casting abilities.
1: (laughs) Yep, Phil, Phil, yeah, Phil will make the wrong cast at the right time, hundred (laughs) percent. And uh, yeah, this dude, this muskie comes shooting out of this dock, and like I'm like. Looking in the water, and I just it just happened so fast. I, I've caught a lot of pike and a lot of tiger muskie, but I this was the first time I'd seen a purebred tiger, uh, pure, purebred muskie. Oh, first time I've seen a real muskie, yeah. I never, <laughs> um, never really fished anywhere that has them until I started fishing this new lake. And holy shit, dude, I mean, that thing moves so fast. I was like,
3: Phil, 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 muskie, muskie, muskie. <laughs>
1: And he's like, what, what? And, dude, he literally, dude, I should – he reeled his bait out of the fucking water. Yeah, and
4: yeah, I totally shit the and, bed. And like, this – Looked this, down, lost my mind. Like,
1: I, I've heard this about muskies. I've heard that, like, once they decide they want to eat something, they're the stupidest fish in the world. And when they're not wanting to eat anything, they're the smartest fish in the world. Dude, yep. this fucking thing swam literally right up to the boat. Phil took the water, took the bait out of the water. And the muskie looked at me in the eyes and was like –
3: um oh, come <laughs> over, man!
1: What the hell? in the back of the head. I drop bait back. I, yeah, down. I start screaming. I'm like, figure eight, figure eight, figure eight. He starts figure eight, and dude. This fish takes two swipes at his bait. On the second swipe, in like the third eight, it dude, it just ate, just ate the back half of his bait. There's no hook in sight. I'm looking at this happening. I'm just thinking, oh, oh. Man. <laughs> Oh no. Dude Muskie's swimming into the depths with the Chuddleston hanging out of his mouth. Yep. And like Phil just there was just nothing he could do. His line got tight and the teeth just cut through the plastic and it just yeah. pulled right out of his mouth. All while this this is, all
4: happens in like five seconds. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> all while this is happening, my six inch paperweight is still in, is still in the water, guys. <laughs> and I'm looking and I'm fishing this like sexy shad paperweight just like pretty bright and I can see it great. Water is like fifteen foot of biz. I'm like, I'm like looking at Phil. I'm looking in the water. I'm looking at the muskie. And then I'm looking at my six inch paperweight. And lo and behold, it's like a foot and a half away from the head of this fish. <laughs> and I'm going, No, nah, he's gonna fuck this up. And I just went, chop, chop, chop. <laughs> and that thing just turned on it and went and, and and inhaled it. And then I immediately was like, oh no, oh man. <laughs> In-pound line, 48-inch muskie, just sucked it into his stomach. I'm like, what, what, what the fuck do I do here? I'm like, if I set the hook, I'm like, this is a, a slow motion. I'm like, man, if I set the hook, I'm going to break him right off. It's going to cut my line. So I just didn't even do anything. I just, like, reeled until it was tight, and I just let the fish start swimming. I was like, I got him, Phil.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got him. I got him. And he started, like, it was the craziest thing because, like, the the muskie did not know what was going on. didn't know it was hooked. And then it like just started swimming back under the dock, and I'm like, "All right, what's gonna happen now?" <laughs> and uh, pull it. It got you know, it got wise, felt the tension. It like did like a little burst, pulled out like four foot of line, and it, it, it was not happy at that point. And it just sat there and just started shaking his head like a dog, dude, just wag, wag, wag. And I was like, fuck, dude, I should have set the hook. <laughs> and it fucking, dude, just threw the the bait right out of its mouth. And I was like, that was cool. <laughs> that was like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
4: Yeah, Vic just stays like, cool as a cucumber. I'm like screaming, losing my mind. Like, I literally have like one hand <laughs> on my head the whole time. I'm just like, which, I don't,
1: Yeah, me. I think Phil Phil had his bait in the, I think he was figurating with a hand over his I
4: it was, I actually was. Like, I had a like a slight aneurysm. Like,
1: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Enough fish stories. But anyways,
0: yeah. Um, hey, Adrian, what,
1: for... what, what? What were you gonna say?
0: No, I don't know. What, what were you gonna say, Vic?
1: Um, uh, I was gonna say, uh, what's up with you in in, in two thousand twenty three, my guy?
0: <clears throat> well, um, gonna come out and see you guys. You guys are gonna be, I, I. I've posted about this twice now, but it's very vague, and people probably see the story and they're like, What the fuck is, this, is he trying to be like homeless and stay with bait builders? I don't but know uh, what
4: you were thinking,
0: what'd you say? posted that. You know, you said, Yeah, there, there's a couple it, people that you know about it, and they're like, You, you could have gone about that a better way. Like, that was very vague. And I'm like, Yeah, probably. <laughs>
1: I'm interested in talking to bait makers. I'm interested in. This sharing a night with them. I'm interested in sharing a
0: bed. with these bait makers. Vic, Vic is definitely Alex Jones. Like, that sounds so much like Alex Jones. <laughs> there's going to be
1: bait makers and they're going to be coming from space and these bait makers are going to be wearing tinfoil hats and- <laughs> they're gonna come down. They're gonna. They're gonna have shag lights and brush tails, and they're gonna be telling me that there's an ulterior dimension, and they're actually the first person to make the brush tails live. I'm gonna be looking at them like they're crazy. Like I didn't get vaccinated, but of course, you know, they're <laughs> telling me vaccines are good for brush tails, and, I, and I've got an ulterior waiting system that doesn't even use lead. It uses only gravity and, uh, gra- and alien uh, life forms. And and look, I, Epstein, I, I've been talking about Epstein for twelve years now, and, and
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Phil's parents definitely heard all that, and they're like, "What the hell is going down down there?" They're deep sleepers, dude. That's
1: got to be like a sound cut.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna screenshot what time that was so I can cut that, said- and put that in a new recap.
1: No, that's gonna be
0: something. dude.
4: There's literally spit on my phone. Well, I was Alex Jones is a spitty guy. I know.
3: Um,
0: but uh, anyway, back back to the We're building here. thing. Um, scales and tails is gonna. To find some find some builders and uh gonna do a do a little do a little tour throughout the year and um, do some justice on that.
4: what did you say? I was talking to Adrian. what did you say? I was saying do yourself some justice on yeah. your plans yeah, here. Yeah, I mean that's, so
1: passive, that's good plans, yeah, like being so gay.
0: You're you're... Well, no. <laughs> the thing was is like I wasn't gonna like talk about it until I got a logo and shit made. But uh, I mean I mean it's I whatever. Got
1: a new we logo made. What'd you say? I- I just got a new top Topwater boys. Just made a new paper.
0: <laughs> speaking speaking a logo. I asked you to send me your logo the other day, and you just you never fucking did. Like, like yeah, a, I got you, man.
1: File for a logo. No, no, yeah. What? 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 We don't understand, <laughs> dude. I think it's gonna be sick though. You're talking full blown scales and tail cribs.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's- so, so it's gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be S and T cribs or S and T shops with a Z at the end, like. Ooh, yeah z dude the z yeah like like shops tours or something like that but essentially it's gonna be go go hang out with a builder for a weekend um we would record an episode like record an audio episode and then we're gonna i i have i have an envision of doing some like total reality tv 2000 video edits of, of touring their shop and like getting b-roll them doing baits or whatever else they do and then um they need to capitalize on that footage aspect yeah that
1: yeah,
0: would, yeah. Be, sick. That would mm-hmm.
1: be sick you can and show bottles to
4: get ethan
0: yeah <laughs> and then also um i <laughs> would do the builder and i would host like a local meetup for all the guys who who are local in their area to uh to come hang out like saturday night or, or something and, oh, yeah, and i don't be- know just shoot <laughs> the shit i think that'd be super cool there's there's like, it's, it's hard to it's hard to imagine how many people actually listen to this like dude, a, lot, a lot of people listen. yeah I'm dude listening. like like 15 1500 plays an episode and uh, it's like like holy shit so i i definitely think it's gonna happen like whether it's only two or three guys like i i got got some guys lined up and obviously vic and phil and and seth and all those guys over there maryland is definitely on the stop because i
4: hold down the atlantic
0: yeah i, I haven't been over there to fish like over there to help help what get about, you ready uh, for shows, but
1: what about coming out to some of the um, the expos this off season?
0: Yeah, that that was gonna be that's that like... gonna be a question for you guys too.
4: <laughs> well well, we don't have anything set in stone yet. Well hold
1: on, fuck
0: <laughs> Motherfucker, you just threw me under the bus. <laughs> no 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 no, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's
1: <laughs> my... Well Um we we're 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 in the application process of trying to get a a booth for the Bathmaster Classic, but uh, <laughs> But we we might have fucked that one up. And well, um, no, we, too- we just no, we didn't have enough funds. <laughs> but yeah, we were broken shit.
4: I mean, this this does
1: Um, yeah, yeah, a booth for the Classic is like three racks. It's we weren't gonna steep. sell the farm to, uh, <laughs> but uh, if there's anybody who. Uh, well, you know, I yeah, yeah, we we we're gonna try and go to the classic one way or another. But you should come to the classic. I and know Phil and I talked if about it. Can't get, a, can't get a booth at the classic, honestly. We should just go and have a big fucking meetup, dude. We should get as many. That's a good idea, dude. Fuck it, dude. If we can't get a, boot, even can get a yeah. booth, even if we can get a booth, even if we can get a PTB booth, any bait maker that wants to. Uh, is, you know, have some baits at the booth. Hit us up. You know, we'll we'll put it. We'll put at least a handful of, of baits out. Absolutely. You. If you are a bait maker, it represents you at the show. I don't
4: know if we're going to get the booth yet. I put in the application for the waiting list. Um, but if you're a bait maker that would be interested in having your baits presented at the Bassmaster Classic, hit me
1: up. And
4: but it, let's say we'll let's, talk it
1: out. Yeah, let's say we don't get the booth and we 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 were too late. How about this? Let's make a collaborative game plan right now. On the spot. Let's do it on the spot right now.
0: Adrian, do you have a portable podcast teleportation system? If you don't teleportation system. Well, the thing was, like, if I came to the classic, um, I actually got like I somebody told me to do this, like some total Nelk boy interview shit, like where you're talking to somebody, like they're talking about like crankbaits or some shit, and you're like, dude, that's so fucking stupid, and they just look at you and just (laughs) walk away.
1: To do that, <laughs> like dude, dead rigs. That's super fucking. Yeah, dude. What the <laughs> fuck
0: are you talking about? <laughs> just, just pull pull like pull the uh the big paperweight or just something out. Like you you, you tell me weird? don't fucking fish this thing right here. Like you don't know what this is. Are you are you stupid, dude? Like what the hell? I mean, meanwhile, homeboy's got
1: like eighteen tournament wins on his home state. <laughs> Fucking stick.
0: He's just—he like, actually fished but, the classic. He just—he just, he just got eliminated day one.
1: <laughs> he's, he's in the bath. He's it like, was actually Kevin Van Dam all along, dude. Uh, you want to hear? I got a—I got a—I got a funny bit of a, Kevin Van Dam. Oh man,
4: do we do we have time for a KVD? We no, always we have time. Adrian, yeah, yeah, we have, we're good.
1: good. This pool of fucking shit. We yeah. have—we got three teams. No, you, know, you have
4: no idea how know. long Vic and I can riff once we get going.
1: <laughs> okay, so this is this is Kevin Van Dam and his opponents circa 2004 Bassmaster class. And I haven't
0: even heard. This. When did he was that Was that his first win or second? I, I, dude, I to be honest with you, Adrian, I completely made that date up. I don't because oh, I, I think it was like 2000 2005. He won. I think he won back to back. I don't remember what years though. Two thousand three to
1: six. It was okay so we're in there. It was in the era, let's say it takes place when Kevin Van Dam won for the first time. Okay. Right, we're gonna start off with the boater interview with Kevin Van Dam. He goes he goes Mr. Van Dam, you've had a tremendous tournament day today. What do you what do you think attributes for all your success? He goes, Well, you know, I just figured out, you know, I take the square bill and I just reel. I just reel real damn fast. And you know, I just I just figure if I get real, real fast and Put the bait in front of the fish, you know they'll bite it. And well, God by golly, I'm having a good day on tournament day today. And Minnesota <laughs> taught me a lot about, or Michigan, wherever the hell Michigan. I'm from. Michigan taught me a lot about uh, fishing for largemouth, and I'm just just blessed that today's working out. Yeah, you yeah, know, wanna... <laughs> typical typical Kevin comes out right, but then they go behind the scenes and they ask some of the competitors you got their ass whooped, and they're just like, man, I just don't get it, man. I mean, we see Kevin out there, and man, he just reels so damn fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm out there. I'm throwing a. I'm throwing a spinner bait, and I'm slow rolling. I'm throwing a crank bait, and of course, you know I'm slow rolling like you're supposed to. But man, Kevin, Kevin, really he just reels, man, he just reels so damn fast.
4: Or Greg Hagney, I, I I can't,
1: I, I can't figure out why he wins so On. damn. Long. You know, if I tried to reel that fast, I'd have a tennis elbow by two o'clock. I guarantee it. Okay. they're all—they're all, they're all just like. I mean, he was really like this though. They're all like blasphemous for a while. They're like, yeah. – yeah, I, I gotta tell—I gotta give it to Kevin. You know, I go out there and I might make five hundred casts, and he'll make you know five thousand. I can't figure out why he's catching more fish than me. He just—he just, he just reels so damn fast. Spinner, spinner bait, jerk bait, crank bait don't matter. He just, man, he just reels so damn fast. I watched him. He made—he made six casts. So I just got my line in the water. I couldn't believe believe, uh, the way he was catching fish, but man, I got a hand, Kevin. It's just so talented. What he does, he reels so damn fast. And then uh, everyone else started reeling so damn fast, and like Kevin stopped winning.
4: Dude, you got to think too. Like that was before. That was before anyone knew. His gear ratio was, like what six eight or something back then. Probably five four.
1: Isn't it crazy how like that made
4: such a like. Now, we, A got the, impact, now uh, we got the giant impact. Oh we got the Revo rocket,
0: dude. Reels, reels have come so far so fast. Like looking at like reels from like 2007, you're like, what the oh, fuck yeah. is that thing, dude? It, dude, what, what
1: close. You know, crazy reels? Did you ever, did you ever see the Arden flipping pitches yeah. that had the button? But I had the button and like the, on the side. No, 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 no. Similar concept, but. The, it was an ardent reel, dude. The thing weighed like six and a half pounds.
4: Yeah, and I don't even think they
1: they don't dude, even sell it, ardent it, reels anymore. It, don't it's retarded reels, and, uh, and it it's, it had like a spool that was like a centimeter wide. Yeah, and it held like thirty yeah. yards of line. It had oh no- yeah, um, I think
0: <laughs> Iowa, Iowa makes a super shallow one like that. It, obviously, it's nothing like you just described, but it's like it's a flipping reel specifically for that.
1: Dude, this reel was insane. Yeah, honestly, this, was, this, this thing was born and made in Florida. I, I honestly don't understand how it's not a big thing right now.
0: Like, this this should be
1: redone better. But it's like, because it only works in Florida. No, it works the no market. Dude, I would use it for snakeheads like out the ass, dude. It literally, Adrian. It didn't have drag. It didn't have the ability.
0: Which yeah, was, was like, okay. you know, drag. You're just ripping it's, them you know, off. Yeah, it was just like a fixed. Oh, gear. here it is. F five. Okay, dude, this is the fucking name. Arden F yeah, five hundred. Hey, can
1: that. Jamie, Jamie. Put that on, Jamie.
0: Jamie. Come on, man. Hold <laughs> on. I'll I'll send it. I'll send it to you guys. You
1: put that on the screen? Dude, I had one, bro. It was super fun. You had one? Yeah. I had one,
0: but That's
4: it
1: was awesome. it was so fucking big. I thought big.
4: about buying one for a while, but I was like, there's no practical. No, I, 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 I'm used to this. <laughs> I punched
1: lily pads and Piney Run like she with it.
4: Dude,
0: it's it literally crazy. like they just put a yo-yo where the spool should be. That's all it is. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing. I'm yeah, literally,
1: like literally, though. Yes, yeah. dude, that's it. Yes. I had that son of a bitch, dude. I'm gonna buy this,
0: dude. 171 dollars.
1: 170 dollars. I'm not gonna buy this. Yeah, no, they made a newer version <laughs> of that too. Dude, though. look at the like. It looks like a Sherman tank. Yeah, it <laughs> exactly. Like, Dude, that thing was fucking unhinged, dude. It was absolutely insane. And it was super accurate to flip with, dude. It was badass. Yeah. but You know what's funny? 6-3-1 ratio. Yeah. Make that today with a 10-1 to one ratio. Dude. That, Adrian, you need to fucking come here in the spring and snakehead fish, dude. Yeah, you, yeah. Matter of fact, anybody. You want to come here in the anybody spring and snakehead fish, yeah. $800 a day.
3: Yep. $800.
1: <laughs> I, will, I will put you on teeners, though. I'm talking, like, gargantuans. Listen. Snakehead will break any gear you throw at it. I can catch them anywhere. <sighs>
0: what uh what what time in the year? What's what what month? Like June? Anytime any
1: time. May is really good. April, late April,
4: May, June. I'll wait to tell you that later.
0: What? what are so you gonna so tell a
4: little side tangent about Snakehead? Ah, fuck them. Please.
0: Phil Phil's on team dogfish.
4: No, we're they
1: fished it. Dude, they were catching them like 15 foot deep on shelves. Dude, they are catching them in crab traps at 40 foot of water on the Chesapeake Bay. i raise you. What do you got? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so so them dogfish, dog. You know what's funny? They're both in? We're at the
0: point in the show where we're talking about dogfish. <laughs> it, it feels always- like, like I've seen these memes that I never thought I'd be here. <laughs>
1: I've, I've, I, I can't. I, I, you thought you were going to avoid the trap. Guys, I'm. It always comes back I'm, to dog. I'm right there, dude. I'm in it. I'm in the dogfish, dude. They're do. Do the dogfish break gear, or are they like they can? Get, oh, Phil, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the dogfish master, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know, Phil didn't. Phil, Phil watched a couple snap 17-pound tests like it was nobody's fucking business. Okay,
4: okay well, hold bro, on. Bro, bro, bro. You were retarded for fishing
1: 17-pound. Hey, not use that word. That's offensive. Sorry.
4: You were <laughs> special needs for fishing 17-pound co-polymer. Yeah,
1: it I'm going to say, my guy, 17-pound. 17-pound co
4: and I told him, like, they see 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 like dude, what are you doing? I was fishing 8-pound braid, just like. Ranked you say you're mid. fishing an 8-pound brain? No,
1: 80. Yeah, so let me ask it you. It was. Let me ask you, Adrian. If you had the opportunity to go back in time, would you use 17-pound
0: line again? Yeah. You probably would. Oh, well, my dude,
1: God. She wouldn't dude, he wouldn't. let someone stab you in the neck. With
4: this his kid strength. is like...
0: Dude, okay. So I, I, I only hooked a few because I was letting Phil, you know, have the full Michigan experience. Mind you, every time Phil's came here, he's caught fish, right? Right. And... Dude, I don't know how many fish feel fucking casted at, and we'd be watching it. It'd come up, noses bait. We'd hop it one time, fucking fish turn around, swim away. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. There's a lot it of fish in that, that little morning, tiny area. Bro. Like, it's ridiculous.
4: It was cold that morning, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they have
4: terrible vision. The is, Vic's, is unbelievable. Vic's pissing right now. Really strong. Really it's well.
0: Beautiful. But I think... I think dog or um, snakehead would be a lot more fun to fish for because it seems like they actually fight. Well, a dogfish actually fights, but when you're catching them like we were, like flipping to them and stuff, oh they just yeah, no, freak out and you just pull game. them right out of the water.
4: Yeah, it's a whole different game.
1: Dude,
4: Phil, do you remember when we hauled that giant snakehead? Yeah, yeah, Nate caught that huge dude. I got so mad that day because like I was making the same exact cast with the same bait and like wasn't. Catching him.
1: my hillbilly buddy Nate, has and Nate was.
4: To like Dude, me. Nate's not a hillbilly. Nate's like all just—I don't even know what to call it—a special breed. I know hillbillies. Nate's not a hillbilly. he's <laughs> what is- a, a clown. <laughs> Maryland hicks are not like any other hicks you've ever met in your whole life. They're a special <laughs> mix of ghetto and hillbilly and just general degenerate, all mixed together. Yeah, that's my buddy. You're talking oh, beautiful. About he's Buddy too, <laughs> beautiful combination. He sends me TikToks every morning. Uh, <laughs> that is his
1: TikTok time.
4: Yeah, that <laughs> is six o'clock. You can count on it. But uh, yeah, yeah, he was dude. Nate was on fire that day. We time We
1: caught like two fish. No, no, we, we caught. Like, way more two fish, <laughs> dude. We caught <call laughs> two fish all day, dude. No, we didn't. No, we caught like two fish. We did caught like fifteen. <teach>, <laughs> I don't know about these dogfish. But these snakeheads are pretty cool. But yeah, they're dope. Forget about the snakeheads. When are you gonna come catch a striper? Yeah, dude, that's that's what what I
0: said. Whenever, like, let me know. Now that I have a job, that I have like lean lean like I can fucking this for years. You know. Yeah, let's let's let's
1: let's let's talk about striper for a second.
0: Yeah,
1: can we talk about? We can we can talk about striper. I'm gonna tell you guys how to catch striper. Just fish faster than you could ever possibly
0: they Fish affect. like Kevin Van Dam in 2003.
1: <laughs> but I don't know why he catches all the Well,
0: them tell them free.
4: why
1: you gotta fish fast.
4: Because, because the fucking
0: fish... teleport. Yeah the, fish...
1: <laughs> yeah, the fish is so fucking big. It's so fucking fast that like... No, that's not what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm talking, talking about what they do in the lake. Oh, well, how they act. They're like schizophrenic meth heads.
3: Yeah. And
1: <laughs> it just don't... The thing with the striper is they're kind of like a, a open-water pelagic muskie that doesn't eat giant shit. Like, striper eat big stuff, but like a 50-inch a, like a muskie will eat something half its size. Well,
4: no. Or eat right, something a third
1: its size. We're talking about catching striper in landlocked lakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. not
4: talking about the bay. We're not talking about you – know,
1: Rivers are totally different, too. Yeah,
4: rivers are different. This is landlocked lakes with no current. Catching stripers in lakes little. with little to
1: no current and only wind current. Yeah, they're basically, like, an open-water pelagic meth head that doesn't like to eat big steaks, likes to eat, like, average size steaks, um, or small steaks occasionally. But, like, the problem is they just fucking sit in the same spot, or in the same area, but they do, like, these big circles. Like, they, like, patrol these big regions. Like, they could be on a flat, and they could be, like, running up and down the flat. Or they could be uh-huh. on, they could be doing like this, like big oval, oval or circle or whatever they're doing, like on this point. And like I would say, like ninety percent of the casts we make to them, like you're not even around fish. <laughs> I'm <It's> like, yeah, <laughs> like you need to, you need so to there's, there's two methods.
4: Yeah, you either sit yes sit on a noon feeding plot, feeding flat, and you just cast yep. all day and yep. wait till they come back through, or you
1: gun around the lake and. Mach five yeah you fish an entire leg past every second it's, it's it's horrible it's why I stopped it's why I gave it up it's, it's terrible it, up. it would drain the lifeblood it, it's here. like it's weird because it's like it takes a lot of like six cents of or or and it also takes like nothing at the same time I lied there's <laughs> a third way it was <laughs> the trolling you, can troll, you, you can control you control for short trolling is the thing that sucks about stripers It's a lot easier on you. Is rolling is <laughs> probably the only actual way to like really
4: consistently
1: target them. Practically. Practically, but there's so many opportunities where they pull up on flats, points, creep mouths, or breaks, where you can really whack them that but wait, way. when
4: you get that glide bait, eat, it is so gratifying. It is insane.
1: Just, uh, oh,
4: What's crazy
1: about a striper is that they will move twenty foot up off the water column to eat your bait a foot under the surface.
0: Yeah, dude, that's like some lake trout type, type stuff right there. <clears throat>
1: I, I think, dude, okay. Where speaking of lake trout, where can we meet like in the middle of the lake trout fish?
0: On the ice this year. Mm-hmm. Probably New York. I don't I think New York has lake trout, Lake Superior. Yeah,
4: there's actually obviously catch a lake trout there's somewhere. somewhere. There's a place in Virginia that
1: has lake trout. Shut the fuck up. I'm not lying. Are they big? <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of a size queen. I know. Dude, like,
0: <laughs> you can, we can go to the spot up by my house and catch, like, each of us can catch, like, seven or eight in a day. Like, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I,
4: we saw one off the pier. That really? Summer.
0: Yeah. Can,
4: dude, hey, can we,
1: can we, um, can we run f- uh, four-wheelers there? Oh, yeah. On the, On ice. the ice? Oh, Yeah. Cause Nate got two full. Dude, they run like F 450s on ice. Oh okay. <laughs> damn! We can just take the tundra on the tundra. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, you know, we should do some ice fishing, dude. Yeah. This, no. this is a big, <laughs> big fish. Everything preach right here, but like, my god, dude, my guys, like, go, go fish for some perch, man. <laughs> go, yeah. Go, go fish for some bluegills some crabs, yeah. some perch, some walleye. Have and for it. It. Holy shit, dude! You just like learn so much just like doing stupid shit like that, like. But we should go whack some perch, some mondo perch through some ice. It's oddly addicting to fish through the ice.
0: Yeah, it really is and for it. some strange reason.
1: Vic discovered deep creek ice fishing last winter. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty goddamn cool. I think it's because you can get exactly over top of a deep water spot with a really like small light bait that makes it so fun. Like if you were in a boat trying to do that with like a sixteenth, yeah, it'd be, micro like a day, it'd be like oh my god, you yeah. would feel like you're beating your head against the wall sometimes. Yep. You're over top of that hole and you're like, oh, I'm three foot off this rock. I'm gonna move over three foot and get perfectly on it. Yep. What, um, Adrian, I, I, I gotta, I gotta talk some shit real quick, bud. Yeah. You, you gonna catch a fucking six and a half pounder this year, or, or, or you? Are you going to crack a Michigan 7? You're gonna,
4: you're not get down a,
0: here. Back at home, maybe, but not down here.
4: What you need to do. Well, you can't just get a truck. Yeah. A yeah. small truck, whatever. A four-runner. A 4 And come. get you some kind of
0: boat. Dude, yeah. the pro- there's like no, like, the problem here is, like, it's all farm ponds, but, like, not really farm ponds, just irrigation ponds. Like, the big, the big lake, or, like, the big <laughs> fish lake that I yeah. – that I caught those big fish on the TK in the springtime, it's it's tiny and like everybody fishes it. And you got to fish out there in like April, like when the water's like just hitting forty degrees, and like that that's like your true shot to catch a big one before, you know, everybody fishes this fucking lake. Like it's like in the summertime when it's so busy, you'll park and it takes you like an hour to walk back to the boat ramp to go get your boat. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Crazy. I'll send. I'll send to it to you, Vic. Situation. You need to move. Got it. You gotta back you gotta back into the boat ramp off the main road.
1: Oh yeah. Well fuck man. You gotta get out of that state. (laughs) Grab your girl and go, dog.
4: Oh, just get back close to the main lake and get a main lake boat.
3: Yeah,
0: I should just yeah, well I'm we're gonna move back home probably in the next two years.
4: Ridiculous
1: amount of water. Yeah. Yeah, which lake is that? Michigan? Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. isn't Michigan like the state of ten thousand lakes, or is that on But we, we, I
0: think we have just as much. Vic, look at that! Look at that pen I just sent you. What would you say? Look at that pen I just sent you on mess or on uh, text message. That's that. This is that lake I'm talking about, and like you can see, so the park right there, and just to the north of it, that little strip is the boat ramp launch. I'm really, Dude. I'm really,
1: really digging this glide
0: you sent. <laughs> uh, I sent we... the, t- I, the 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 map I'm talking about. I sent it to you personally and I sent it to the group chat. <clears throat> all right, everybody, if you wanted to know where Adrian is fishing, I've got the
1: coordinates. It. No, it, um, so this is like the big. Oh, okay, this is a small lake. That's yeah, where John John B used
0: to come up and fish this lake all the time.
1: Well, damn, son, it is yeah. small. It is like it's like a big ass bolt.
0: That's that's how every single lake here is. So if you if you scroll up to the north side of the lake, and you see that uh, that Boulevard Road, we were all the way back there, and that's that's where I cracked the big. That's where I cracked that five nine this year on the TK.
1: Yeah, what you need
0: by that you Remington need, Park.
2: We need live scope.
0: Well, that's and the thing. Need- where- that was that was the day I blew my baby paperweight up because we were trying to live. Well, I was trying to live target or live scope the fish, and I went to go cast the baby paperweight, and I knocked it off a uh, a talon because I'm i never fishing a boat, let alone one with talons. So I just no, I busted I will, that bait on it.
1: I will always recommend situational awareness.
3: First
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my god, dude! Yeah, I mean, the real question is: Are you gonna? Are you going to fish with Will this upcoming season?
0: Yeah, that, that's that's the only person with a boat, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he was in
4: jail yet or like...
0: No, not yet.
4: Okay, oh, that's good. Well, you know, <laughs> I haven't heard from him in a while.
1: It, it's kind of like I was saying, that. I mean, realistically speaking, unless you have all of the technology to coincide with another, there's really only like... Twenty to thirty days a year, you actually have a chance of catching a giant.
0: Oh, dude, this this kid has everything on his boat. Like, he, he's got everything. It well,
1: definitely helps.
0: Yeah. he's
4: looking for KGB crappies. Cause I've got two. I want to unload.
0: No, he's looking for a KGB legend right now. Some one of his it's guys with I wants get, one, I guess.
1: Well, he's, I got a ten-inch. I got a ten-inch taxi chat for him.
0: Perfect. So can, I'll let him know.
4: Listen, that a KGB crappie. I've got i a couple that uh, I don't that don't need anymore.
0: Pristine condition, yeah. Pristine condition.
4: If you want to,
1: that's uh, me yeah, yeah. Phil, you're supposed to be this big bait distributor, dog. You can't sell your keys. You have on your head. You gotta you gotta exploit uh, your buddy Adrian on a podcast. That's, that's <sighs> marketing, buddy. Sorry, Phil will Phil will shamelessly market your baits at any <laughs> turn. <laughs> that's right. He'll he'll go on a podcast and he'll say, "Listen." I got a batch of seventy-five. <laughs> hit me up. Hit me up. So all right, here's a here's a serious question. Uh, we need to get on Joe Rogan a water
0: softeners. That I've been waiting for him to hit me up.
1: I know. What the fuck, dude? Where's he at? <laughs> yeah, that guy's tripping. You ever listen to him talk about fishing? It's hilarious. He's like, you know, you get a you get a, you get an innate natural response to fit where <laughs> I am providing. Dude. I'm, I'm going to survive. And he's like, it's just so crazy because people now,
4: they
0: yeah,
1: fish. at it from the hunting
4: aspect. Yeah.
3: He like, let them go. Him go. Yeah. I don't was, I
0: Vic, what I episode fuck. was that? Do you he remember? I just to that one today.
1: Which one? He's got, he talked about it on a bunch of them.
0: I know. Was it, Was it with the beekeeper girl or was it with Stavo? Stavi?
1: Okay, I'm sorry, Madison. Sharing with my love, my life, but that beekeeper girl, she can get it, dude.
0: Yeah, I looked her up. I was like, that is not who I was expecting to be into beekeeping.
1: He's <laughs> goddamn. I'd keep her. Uh,
4: <laughs> no, but I feel like if we got on Rogan and like he. Interview us, but never gonna like, get on Rogan. Dude, numbers. he would be so enamored with <laughs> like our take in our, yeah, you oh know my, what I, I mean? Any, like
1: any swim bait, any interesting bait, in he'd be like, "What kind of dude's baits?" Like, yeah, what are you doing? I'm such a fanboy for Rogan, dude. It'd be really cool. That's you. But It does. It does kind of upset me that he thinks oh catch and release fishing sucks, though. Like what the yeah,
0: fuck? Do you, like I said, do you remember who he was talking that talking to that talking with during that? I want to what, say,
2: I don't know. He brings it up every now and again.
0: Yeah, but it is it is funny. So let's see here. Or well, maybe it was David Goggins. Maybe it was that episode,
1: dude. What do you think about?
0: Okay, let's talk. Let's
1: talk about. Let's talk about a guy like Goggins in the form of like a fisherman, dude. Gar. Um, I don't like. Like, is Goggins a happy guy? You know what I mean? Like,
0: I think he 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 does stuff to make himself happy. I don't think he's like. He accepts, like, how he is, I guess. And he feels like he has to push himself to an extreme. I don't know. He's he's kind of an odd guy, I feel like. He's <laughs> so interesting because
1: he... It seems like... It almost seems like he can't stand to be happy.
0: I mean, yeah, he has to push himself to the extreme.
1: Yeah, he's got to constantly be in the shit. He's like,
0: I broke both my femurs and I had I had 73 miles left. And I told myself... Motherfucker, you ain't done yet.
1: <laughs> Rogan, Joe, Joe. But I don't know. That's they, they, happiness, though. They, they told me they they said, "Gagas, I can't. I I ain't never seen nobody run as far as you ran in a healthy body, and you out here I run,
0: fucking running.
1: I got no no fucking cartilage in my knees, man. No cartilage, fucking gone, man. And I don't have no cartilage I, anywhere. Pain, pain is pain, ain't fucking nothing to me, dog. But like dude, hey, some that cartilage in my ears. Some sometimes like I'm not gonna lie. Swim bait fishing do be feeling like that some days where you're like, Why the fuck that? Yeah, Goggins would be the ultimate swim bait fisherman.
4: like he uh,
0: was he was talking about how they were cutting his uh one of his tenants and he was talking about how like the guy was breaking off all of the scalpels and stuff trying to cut yeah. his tenant. It it
3: was was like, like,
0: yeah, it's because I run every day. He's like, no motherfucker sitting on the couch has a strong ass tenant like me. <laughs>
4: Dude, that's true though. Like, you can build your body like way well, more. It's,
0: it's like the same than, as a smallmouth. Look at a smallmouth that that lives in in like on the edge of Lake Michigan pierhead, and then look at a smallmouth you catch in the river. Like, they okay. are two completely are you, different are things.
1: Are you saying that David Goggins is a smallmouth? Yeah,
0: absolutely. He is a that? river smallmouth. He is like built he, to the he, fucking extreme fucking, to survive. Like, yeah, what he puts incredible. his body
4: through. No, but like you listen to that Rogan episode um, okay. that oh, guy that good. went and lived with those Tanzanian people. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they look like they like baboons. Like, like, they literally can just sprint all day long, dude. Like they're inhuman humans, like, dude. So you can push your body so much farther. God than God damn even it! Oh,
1: hands. I remember what I was just gonna say, guys. I have. Got- it's an amazing thing to expose you to. <laughs> Adrian, I'm, sh- I'm sure you already know about this, but I bet a lot of the viewers don't. Dude, fucking Taro Murata, bro. What? Tar- tar- taro? Taro? Tar- taro Murata? What are you talking about? The Small video I sent you the other day? Oh, oh, oh. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or fucking yeah, Adrian, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Taro. Um...
4: Canada guy, yeah,
1: the Lake Simcoe. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Look, guys, catches a thirty-six pound bag of smallmouth. But that—that's not even like the point. The point is, it's like, man, you guys got if, you, if you're not if you feel like you're kind of tired of watching like all these bass videos that are kind of like the same you want like a little break dude get into these northern multi-species anglers dude it's like yeah
0: these guys watch, are... watch uncut angling oh dude,
1: dude did, yeah, you uncut you watch, did you a watch uh, uh, game of inches
0: Ugh. yeah Aaron, Aaron was supposed to do it but he's too lazy and he hasn't he didn't edit any of his footage that's why all his right. isn't up. it's supposed to be five teams but it's only four
1: by the looks of all
0: the footage <laughs> trying to be like a politician dude something. he ran for a politician yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck dude?
1: Uh Aaron Weeb is he's got this legendary channel called Uncut Angling. We'll probably- oh, probably yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Alright, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I got to. so so Game of Inches was like really, really cool concept, but like execution, I was not a fan.
0: No, it was like forty it was like forty or thirty six hours or whatever. That's pretty much what it was. They just did a different version of it.
1: No, thirty nine hours was so much better.
0: No, I know, but it's like the same concept yeah. more or
1: less. But I didn't I couldn't not get into it the same Eric went up and did. yeah, but Peric had a mental breakdown
4: and he had to leave. And I haven't watched any of it. I just literally saw like a like uh, I wish Seth was here the so video was
1: up, yeah,
4: yeah, and I saw Game of inches, whatever, but yeah, I haven't watched any of it.
1: Shout out, shout
4: out, Seth,
1: Seth Niwan as the boy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna call him out. I didn't like the fact he was on the podcast. saying, oh, coast fish they act like real fish motherfucker yeah he's not even fished the lakes out here yet What's he talking he's, about? He, he's, he's like oh yeah dude you come out here on the east coast and the, the fish just like they follow the glide bait like they're supposed to and blah 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 now Seth is my <laughs> boy I'm shitting on him but like yeah Seth's the man Seth come catch a six pounder and talk to us my guy no you <laughs> he's like he's virtue signaling to his California boys like oh, yeah, you guys are the, the, the fucking best fish he's, he's
0: gas he's gaslighting the east coast guys yeah, he's
1: dude, major dude I was pissed off I was like you yeah, son of a bitch yeah. <laughs> our fish are easy to catch hasn't caught a goddamn thing it was thing. funny though he did he did catch a big old blue cat on the 6 inch dude, <laughs> dude Seth is the real deal you guys that kid is so fishy it's it's unbelievable. I mean, when you're like... Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm being 100% I serious. I couldn't tell. No, 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 no. <laughs>
3: Beth
1: has like, got the craziest ADHD brain ever. and It, it does. Like, it like makes the bass fishing so... He's amazing.
4: the only guy that I've seen out ADHD, Vic, on the phone, and it literally pisses Vic off.
0: Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, He was, He messaged me after the episode dropped. He's like, dude, I need to come back on. He's like, I barely talked to any fishing at all. <laughs> I
1: know I messaged him. I was like, Seth, great episode, way to go." And he was like, "Man, I really felt like I was rambling." I was like, "No, nah, you're fine." <sighs> um, what do you? I want to hear your your take, Adrian, because you have a lot of different people on the, the show, and uh, what what do you think the state of swim bait, like bait making, and like oh, how geez. everyone else is making the baits and and what, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of, I don't know, unspoken, like, gatekeeping and resentment with guys using CAD and guys using this and guys using that. And
0: I think it's bullshit. Did you, to, did you listen to Jake and I's rant about the gatekeeping thing?
1: Uh, actually, I was on the way down here and I put the, the Rowe podcast on uh, towards, towards the end of the trip. I didn't get to finish oh. it yet.
0: But um, Um, we we talked about like, there's like, obviously this goes with anything bait making or, you know, fucking whatever. Like it, it, you don't, there's no point to gatekeep to an extent. Like, obviously if a guy needs help pouring, pouring a mold, like his master mold or pouring a mold or whatever, or maybe a little bit of help trying to understand ratios or how to go about that. Like, that's fine, but don't give up, don't give up the company secret. Like I don't, I don't tell anybody who my guy is that makes my sticker designs because no, I don't want anybody else to have my, have my same designs or style as me. Like, and don't tell anybody, don't tell anybody your initial weight system. If, if it's, if it's something so kick ass that you don't want anybody else to do. Yeah. 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 But but there's, there's there's also another part to it of where maybe it is. uh, Jake touched on this because he, he's kind of starting to figure this out. Maybe it's beneficial to, like, obviously, like, say, say I was a bait builder and I asked Vic something and it kind of screwed it off from his main idea. And, and he gave me insight to it. And then, you know, uh, a year down the road, I come back to him. I'm like, Oh dude, like, I remember you saying this and I've been doing it. I've been tweaking it. And this is a little bit more effective for X, Y, Z. And so it like helping can come full circle and help you become more efficient to an extent, but you don't. Want to just give everything away that makes your brand yourself? Like it's weird.
1: There's there's a lot. It's touchy, but it's a fine line. Yeah, it's a fine it's a fine line for sure. Like I wouldn't tell somebody who just randomly asked me how to do this or that, but I will see people that I think are doing it in in a good way, and I'll give them input. You know, even if they don't ask for it necessarily. And I do that because guys did that for me. Like, right. And you know, we 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 currently have our, our differences, but, like, dude, me and Buka used to shop talk all the time. Me and Kevin from KGB used to shop talk all the time. KGB, shout out Kevin, even though he's got me uh, blocked on the Facebooks right now. It's just fine. And that's another thing. Dude, if somebody blocks you, just get over it, man. Like, it's a big world, bro. It's not that big a deal. But... Man, Kevin, for whatever reason, he taught me how to make brush tails. And, you know, <laughs> taught me, he taught me how to do it. And he taught me how to do it because he saw me trying to do it and failing at doing it. And he just, he, I guess he couldn't, I don't know, couldn't, couldn't live with himself seeing my potential at the time and doing right. it the wrong way. Big and, shout out to Kevin. And he was cool enough to show me how to do it. And, but, but on the flip side, he asked me, hey, I'm giving you this information. Keep it between us, and I've never told anybody else how to make a brush tail, and I never will. Because I, if he would have not told me how to make them the way I make them, I would never have figured it out. And it was right in front of my face, and it was super obvious. But I wouldn't, I, I would have never learned it. I don't know if he figured it out. I don't know if he learned that on his own or if somebody else passed that information on to him. But it doesn't matter. When somebody tells you a trade secret you should keep it in confidence. You shouldn't go run
0: to other people. Yeah, you know, they know run it around. Just, just burns bridges if you do that. It, like you're just screwing yourself.
1: Well I see some of these newer guys on TikTok making videos of like making their base. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, don't <laughs> do don't show anybody any of this stuff. It's not it's not appropriate. You don't see these uh, big Companies showing off how they make anything, you know. Right. You don't if you're see working hard to do it, then you don't need to. Uh, well, especially when you're doing something like I am with these brush tails, where it's like I didn't invent that and I didn't create the process, so it's not my it's not uh my right to pass that secret to give. Yeah, it's not my not it's not my right to pass that knowledge on. So you you should never pass knowledge on that isn't your right to give in my opinion, um, unless it's done in a situation like Kevin and I or me and some of these other guys where it's like kind of hush-hush between doors, but the big thing I think that's really whack is uh, man, there's there's no right or wrong way to make a bait, dude. Like Making a bait is such a fucking like passionate experience because you can go so many th- different directions with it. And there's so many different ways to do it. Like, I, I'm I'm proud of myself because I have used fish. I have used clay. I have used wood. I have used resin. I have used all four together. I have used CAD technology that I've outsourced. Uh, shout out, you know, Philip Jones. Shout out uh, Roe back in the day. Roe helped me with the... The Taxi Trout and the Big Hater, like, in the very beginning was, like, one of the first people to, to do it. And, like, dude, it's a multimedia art form. You're, like, using a combination of art and, and technology to create a product or to create a tool. But, yeah, I still have guys. I've had oh, – well, shouldn't say guys – Like two or three bait makers who have messaged me and been like, Yo, what the fuck are you doing making a bait like that? That's the wrong way to do it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, What are you talking about, dog? Like, I could, like, go put a pile of rock together and mold it. And if I wanted to make a bait that way, that's how I would do it. (laughs) It's just, like, so ridiculous. There's no right or wrong way to make efficient lure. It's just a matter of fact does it work? Does it work well? all that shit. Yeah. How do, you, how do you think talking? Cause you know, at this point you've got to talk to so many different bait makers and people in the industry that I have even, where do you think that's all going? Do you think that do you think that um, we're going to keep pushing the envelope? Do you think it's kind of reached like a ultimate, like not ultimatum, that's a stupid word. Do you think it's reached a, a, a lull, a lull maybe? I'm not, I'm not sure. Um,
0: a, I mentioned this in another – I don't even remember who I was talking to. I think not necessarily a lull, but we're at the point where guys have baits that they think are best for, for their style and stuff. And then somebody comes out with something new and people aren't keen on <clears throat> on trying it or – I don't know. It, it's super weird. Like There's innovation out there but the the baits might not look the best or it might just be a super fucking weird concept. Like imagine being the guy who was like, Oh my gosh, at Garmin and like, Oh my gosh, what if we made this thing that was like a live view of the fish in front of you? Everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dude? Like that's never going to happen. And this guy, this guy obviously did something to, to put it in people's head that like, it's a super good idea. And I think that's the same thing that's going on now, but I think there's so many, so many guys that are, doing the same stuff like the 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 guys who have been doing baits for a year or who have been established they they are kind of trying to push the envelope with with glide baits and stuff and trying to make them do more things and even like it's also hard because builders who do it for for the, like their their life like it's their job you don't necessarily have time to to design this new shit like you got to worry about doing you know two drops a month to be able to pay for everything. Yeah, just to be able to keep pouring baits, like you don't have time to to uh, to renovate or, you know, do new shit. Like that takes time, and if 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 you if you need money, like you have to be pouring baits all the time to to keep up with your bills and shit. Yeah, that's that's
1: that's a very true statement. Like for me, extremely. Like, dude, man, like, okay, when I made the rat, bro, dude, I thought this rat was gonna take the world by storm, and I'm like, man, I got. (laughs) body shape like my for those of you don't know my rat has got no uh weight in it at all and it's only keeled and buoyant and and balanced by um by the 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 body shape and the design and the lore and the way that that works in the water and uh what i thought was like oh yeah i'll make this rat and it's got no weight in it um i can get away with a little bit lower like buoyancy and make the resin a little bit harder and and make it have a little bit more unique knock because it's got no weight in it to hold it down and sink it further. And, uh, I'll make this cool shape and then I'll make it all like hairy and, you know, you know, looking and everything. Zombie. put all this time and energy into it, and then nobody bought it. It's, it's just like, what the fuck?
4: I sold like three of them. I still got like six.
1: Yeah, if you want some really badass rats. Yeah, they, know, they, just they work. Them.
4: Like, I, I've, I've caught, caught fish on them. Vic's caught a
1: ton of fish yeah, on I've them. Yeah, caught multiple 26-pound, 27-pound bags these things. Yeah, like, they're, like, I mean, or, I would say, like, they work great, but. A lot of rats work really good. This rat is one of those that works really good. I'm not saying it works better than any other rat, but I like it. But yeah, dude, it's tough to like try and push the envelope because there's a lot of risk. Yeah, exactly. And, and a lot of fucking money, dude. Like people don't realize, man. I mean, it, Adrian, how much do you think a mold costs to make? Do you know,
0: oh, dude? So, so that I I was talking to somebody else on the show about this. Like, people don't understand. So, so you make your mold, awesome. You have to figure out your ratio and. You're more or less pouring, we'll say 15 to 20 baits of resin down the drain until you figure out that ratio. At least. Like, that's, that's a lot of fucking money. And that's a lot of time, too, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I, I also, to, to, make, to make a mold? Fuck.
1: You almost like. You almost I probably. What,
0: what is like five gallons of silicone? Like 90 bucks, probably.
1: Five gallons of silicone is like 250 bucks. Yeah.
0: Oh, geez. Yes.
1: Fuck. <laughs> like, I can, like, you can make, you can make a mold for, like, about 40, 30, 35 to 75 bucks, depending on, or even more than that. Like, some, like, for, okay, like, this is, I think this is a big reason why we're not seeing a lot of, like, 11 to 13-inch baits getting made right now, is because making an 11 to 13-inch bait is a very, very expensive process, And it's because an 11 to 13 inch bait, dude, you're looking at a hundred to $160 a mold. And for me personally, I'm looking at between, you know, as few as four and as many as 20 molds to get to a finalized product, depending on how, how dialed in the concept is going into it. Like, okay. Like I've been working on my 12 inch taxi for years. We have made so many different fucking variations of that thing. And, I mean, I, I would, I would say, like, leg, legitimately, there is probably ten thousand dollars tied into that bait, in research and development, and then probably another, you know, three or four hundred hours of man hours. And there's like what, only like twenty of them out there. Yeah, I mean, I've made like a hundred of them, you know, testing and everything like that. But I've only, I've only maybe made like twenty of them to like my boy Alex Green, Georgia guy. Uh, and and his buddies Ryan. and stuff, right? yeah, some some homies alley, uh, but like, damn, dude, like making a big bait is like a real expensive expenditure, which kind of kind of sucks. I I think what's weird about the whole deal right now is like, which like, shout out to Rafa, yeah, Rafa's pushing the envelope. He's one of the only guys that's still doing that big bait thing. Yeah, him and uh, Colton uh, Colton Green, Green with the yep. Moby Greenleaf. yeah, Moby. Yep, the moment making that big uh things jad things badass as fuck. Yeah. Um Yeah, dude, I mean making a big bait and like and then on top of that, you would I mean maybe the viewer would be surprised, but man, I don't think that there's more than like three hundred customers out there that want to buy a bait that big. At any given like literally, like Uh, you're thinking like there's there's fifty states, right?
4: So how many No, I'm talking like how how big of a bait A twelve inch bait. Okay.
1: So there's there's 50 states. Shattered trout. That makes a difference. Both. Let's just say both. Okay. So there's there's 50 states out there. And how many states can actually get bit on a 12-inch bait? Maybe 10? Right. That's marketing the bass. Bass or striper. So striper, you add another five. If, you're if, not, that if you add in musky, musky, you could add in a lot of musky guys. But musky guys bass. are behind the curve, dude. Musky guys don't know about 60. Six let one of and stuff. What? Musky guys are still fishing fucking black dildos with double X trebles on. It. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> in a way that almost works really well. But the thing Fusky
1: with the musky guy, guys that's cool is like they've got a, they've got like a curved black dildo, they've got like a great <laughs> black dildo, they've got like a they've got like all these they got one that pops dildo. on the water. Yeah, they've got, got top water black, black caves. They've got like
0: one piece gliding dildos. dildos.
1: Yeah, they've got all these dildo lures that like look like fuck, but like they swim good, which is like super admirable because they're fishing for these giant. Ice right, su- they like the suik, dude. The suik
4: su- su- is the dumbest bait, but ever. it's so crazy. But it's yeah, it. You know what I'm talking about, Adrian. What would you say?
2: The suik. Suik. Suik musky glide the single piece, uh, like ten inch musky glide. Yeah, it's Hold
4: not on,
0: even a it
4: dive bait. It's what they call it.
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about.
4: It's got like a flat bottom. and It's got like a metal
0: lip tail thing. Yeah, the metal lip on it, yeah. It's basically, it's a high-impact thriller, nine-inch. Yeah,
4: it's a glide bait for glide baits for glide baits. <laughs> basically, I don't know, a jerk bait glide bait thing.
1: It's nothing. It's, it's not weird.
4: It. It's, yeah, bizarre. It's, it's like uh, a rip bait, is what it is.
1: It's, yeah. It's so like,
4: but muskies have hammered it for, like, what, 30, 40, 30, 50, 30 50 years? years? Yeah. yeah years, I don't know. 60 fucking
2: years. They hit it.
4: That's the reason it's still sold in sporting goods stores.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's got, like, it's dead
4: action. It's,
0: it, like, it's, muskies, muskies, muskies kill it. Um, Musky, muskies are still, like, stuck in the 70s, like, all that shit is, like, <laughs> Total fucking nostalgia lures. Like when you go and pat, when you buy like those those little uh, cards with like the old fucking like fifty style lures on them, like from the fifties. Half of them are yeah. still in use today at Musky World.
1: But yeah. I think that that's like super admirable because yeah. I think I think that I could take any of the baits that I have and make them look intentionally extremely crude. And they would catch just as many fish, right? Which is stupid, you know. Like it pisses me off that that is like a reality. <laughs> but like the musky guys are so the mus- <laughs> Phil's trying to like press his lighter now. My strong, he's do it. Oh, yeah, the musky guys Physical are like therapy. so intentional with why Physical they. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like, why they do shit,
0: which is cool. Yeah, they're very methodical and shit. <laughs> well, they make all these baits that are
1: like really specifically designed to only do one thing. Yeah.
0: And the bass market
1: doesn't allow that. The bass market wants really versatility, super,
0: super, uh, nice, super nice looking.
1: But I think that might kind of hold us back. I think we both, I think both industries are holding each other back. Because the musky industry is like, we don't want to pursue that refinement because it creates extra time. And then they don't want to go after these really like purposeful, you know, baits because they're, they, you know, they're too hard to dial in. And then the bass fishery is like, well, we don't want to spend all this time making this new concept or this special concept of lore that only does one thing. Cause then we're going to have to write other lures. Yeah. And it's just like the weirdest, I don't know. It's like, I've had a ridiculous,
4: like insane amount of musky follows on the taxi trout. Like I haven't been able to convert any of them. Like, and that's just—I mean, that's probably just up to me. Like, I'm a terrible it is terrible fisherman or wrong time.
3: Yeah,
4: uh, timing has a lot to do with the muskies, but like I have, like they responded to that lure, like crazy. Like, insane. Yeah,
0: Adrian, that's what I'm talking about. And saying. that's, Dude, that, that was... video I just sent you, they troll that bait. Like, they have their outboard going, and that bait is, like, going underneath the water. Are <laughs> you <laughs> serious? Up, yeah, you have to dude. skip in like, three minutes into it.
1: Dude, I, we need to figure, like, how can we get, like, a transfer? For all the
0: listeners who, who aren't watching it, like, for yeah. the Joe Rogan show, um, it's these two Ah, uh, Japanese anglers, and they have one of those like gag, five foot long Rapala rip rip rap <laughs> baits, and they tie it onto their they tie it onto like a huge rope and pull it behind them like it's a tube.
1: <laughs> the thing is like seven foot long, dude. They catch anything on? No, they don't catch anything on. It's bigger than the goddamn Wells catfish.
0: Who cares, dude? It's bigger than it's almost bigger than their boat. Honestly,
1: <laughs> this is like a nine foot lure. Bass are stupid. Bass are stupid. I mean, like. Are they? Are they that dude? Dude, this yeah, look how fucking not that stupid. Look how beautiful this lake is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's the place is lake. called. Their lakes are pristine. They have like these fishing like, parks. No, right? Isn't isn't that like a thing in Japan? They've got like these, like these, like smaller bodies of water that are like highly regulated. They're almost. Like, they're almost like skate. I don't.
0: If if you look up uh, Taku Ito, who. For anybody who doesn't know, that's like a major video game guy on on the bass tour, always looking down. But before he came over here, he was like in a little, it's like a weird Japan anime slash fishing kind of show they do. And it's literally two guys. They can have one rod each, one reel, and they have like five hours to fish against each other. And you can drive wherever, go wherever. And, like, they catch, like, three fish the whole show. But it's, like, it's super cool how it's put together. It's super unique. But they're fishing, in like, in urban places. Like, I mean, like, shopping carts in the water type shit. And to see, like, the polar opposite of that between, like, the, the video I just sent you, it's so crazy.
4: Do they really have shopping carts in the water over in Japan? We have shopping
1: carts in the water in
4: D.C., dog. No, I know, but J- Japanese people are way different than Americans.
3: In, like in they the earth. Clean,
1: clean. In the earth, dude, they they got a hell of fentanyl, awesome. bro. Really? I don't Both know. All. <laughs> <laughs> so I know Maryland we do. <laughs> Dude, I, I want to I bet you – where
0: was the duvet made? You know?
1: We need We duvet. need to start the BBC, the Bare Bones Club. Oh, or the really BBC, the Bare Bones Bass Club. We need to take on the Japanese game show. BBBC. Yeah, and, Bones. To, <laughs> and we need to put – we easy. need to put Keith Poche – and um, Gerald Swindle against to each Keith, other. Shout out to Gerald. Head no electronics, only
4: a black jig and a buzzbait. You know who's scary, Jason Christie. Jason Christie's a monster because Jason Christie, 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 he, he can outfit you with live scope on the front or without live scope on the front. It doesn't matter. Or he, he like will. he can He's he can go both ways. You. Like, I think a lot of these guys can. He won tournaments 10 years
1: ago without it, and he won tournaments last year with it. All right, Adrian, are you for you think live script is good for the sport of bass fishing or bad for the sport of bass fishing? Um, um, overall, do you think it's good or bad? It's I don't long. know. I
0: think, I think it's cool to like, obviously, to like we talked about earlier, like push the envelope. <laughs> like somebody somebody's not being complacent, and I feel like just obviously just because you see them doesn't mean you're going to catch them like you still have to get them to eat but i think i think if like you're running a tournament series or something like th- to regulate it somehow i don't know i don't know how i'm not saying like that's the answer but i feel like that'd be a good start to write to figure out a way to regulate it like i don't know it, i don't know how you would do it but i feel like
4: so well you say you're not allowed to fish live scope in this tournament that's how you well, that's it what was. all
0: the Muskie guys. That's what That's what. That's what happened to the musky tournaments because these guys won like four tournaments in a row, and they were the only ones with live scope. And now, live scope is illegal in the Muskie series.
1: It's just like it's. I wish we could all be on the same page about this, where we could agree that like it is a lot different than anything else. I
0: feel like, like if if you can if you can afford it, good on you. But if Dude, you can't, they're like, it's whatever. Well, like You I, don't I, need I, it. Like,
4: now, I, everybody's like, oh, I can't afford it. Bullshit. Go on Facebook Marketplace. I can't afford it. Fuck you, Phil. Yeah, you can't. No, I can't. <laughs> Go on Marketplace. You can find it for cheaper.
1: I could prioritize it and afford it. but Yeah.
4: I'm
0: is, saying... You don't, you don't have to it, have... It, don't, don't buy I, the bundle. I, buy the I, smallest I, unit head it goes with. Buy the, the black box is the most expensive thing.
4: No, it's... If you have a fiberglass bass boat, dude, fuck that. And fuck you it. have graphs on that bass boat, and you tell me you can't afford live scope, you're, you're just full of No, it. but like, fuck it. fuck, fuck that,
3: dude, fuck that.
1: I, I, I'm not. I'm like legitimately conflicted about it. Like, I'm. I can't act like. I can't act like I'm not sure if I agree with it or not. Like, it's super me
0: mega live black box, twelve hundred bucks. That's off like if you
1: told me, if you told me that I could buy a pill that I could ingest and that I could see every fish outlined in red on the lake while I was fishing, huh? I mean, it kind of is.
2: <laughs> it pretty much is. It doesn't, it doesn't matter,
1: feel- dude. It Doesn't. No, I don't think you see the fish. Just I don't know, man so conflicting for me I feel like it's like it's just there's nothing the problem is is that there's no good analogy there's nothing really that compares to it because no the problem is not that I can't afford it the problem (laughs) is that I've seen it okay I'll tell you a little story I was on one of my local lakes and I was talking to my buddy in his boat that was in my boat and we had kind of converged in the middle of this flat, and we were just shooting this shit for about 10 minutes. And there was a little bit of wind, and we were kind of drifting around. And as I was talking to him, he glanced down at his live scope, And he was like, oh, my fucking God, they're all right here. And he picked up a blade bait. It was in December. And he just threw into this group of winter baths. And he caught like 17 in a row,
3: dude. Damn.
1: After the other, that was the first time that I actually saw it, like in person, go down like that. And yeah, Yeah. hey, this does not happen often afterwards. Like, that was insane. But regardless, it was just weird because my boat is literally touching his boat. I've got a little two inch Hopkins spoon tied on. Who's that? This guy? Name's yeah. Paul. Oh. And uh, he's telling me, throw it right out in front. You know, he's like they're they're piled up, throw it right out in front. But I'm watching the cast that he's making. And he's making these he's telling me, Oh yeah, they're just right out in front. And he's making these really specific little short casts between fifteen and twenty by foot or whatever. And That's I'm deal. making Let's get me. and I'm making casts in the same general area. But like yeah,
2: you couldn't get bit. Couldn't catch them. And he's sitting there just
1: whacking them, dude. I'm like, wow. Like, for one, we'd have never known the fish were there without that. I mean, right? he probably, yeah. he probably wouldn't have either because we were just shooting the shit bullshit. It was kind of like a weird thing. But they were fish that were cold and they were super inactive and they were super unwilling to move. And he was able to put the bait literally right in front of their head every time. And this guy this guy his name's Paul I won't say the last name, but he has experience with the unit, he knows how to use it, he knows what he's doing, he's real Sorry. proficient with it. And uh, you know, he was able to effectively put that bait right on top of their head of the cast. And it, it I mean it it made the difference. It was thrown into the same twenty foot radius area that he was, but he was plucking one out of the school throwing three foot over to the right, the next cast, plucking another one out, and I was just stepping out.
2: That's so her. crazy.
1: Yeah, and that's that's what fucks me up,
2: dude. How it's only
1: it's only fair if everyone has it. But I don't see I don't think it's like I don't think it's a matter of fairness. It's a matter of like where do we go in the future with the guys who aren't going to have it versus the guys who do have it? But what about the guys that don't want it? I know a lot of guys right. that don't My entire local bass fishing club, most of the guys in the club, they don't want it because they like the way that you know, they fish.
0: It's, it's going to come down to guys who like to kayak fish, who can afford a boat but don't want a boat. Or same with like the guys who fish the tiny boat trails that don't want a big boat. Like it's going to be the same. Ex- there's going to be a tournament trail that's like electron or like advanced electronics, and then one that's just you know regular fun fish type thing. I, I bet. Think,
1: I think that's actually a really good point, and I think um, you know to, to tap on Josh Jones again. Like people oh, are geez. always Fuck. people are always on on the Facebooks talking about. Oh, you know, nobody is doing what he does with the consist. Nobody's willing to do what he does. I think that there's a lot of guys that can use the technology effectively like he can, but he has got the undoubtable, persistent determination. Like, he wants to go fuck those giant fish up and be the man. Yeah, well, plus, which is totally fair. Totally fucking admirable and fair, but like, what you know how many, you know how much time he probably spends looking at that and not seeing shit, and he's put yeah, it uh, on a time we,
4: with graphs, yeah, and graphs and whatever, just fishing. We, we talked about a four live scope, yeah, a hundred percent. We were,
0: we had touched on it earlier. I don't even remember what context. You know, this has been almost going on for three hours, but anyway. Um, <laughs> we touched on it earlier and uh the thing like they're like if you're i feel like the younger guys are having more success with it because they're not afraid to dick around with the settings like and i'm sure there's a lot of people who take it out of the box and or aren't getting like the best results because they don't dick with it at all like i don't know it's kind of like the same thing like with, with a phone like when you first get a phone like you yeah. get an iphone for the first time and you start learning all these cool features and shit like Right. your your grandpa or your dad isn't doing the same shit you are on that phone like you are getting a way better experience out of it you're using it a lot more than they are
1: well i think too like this is this is my final statement on it and what i've been leading up to this whole episode i don't think that there's any difference between a guy who's using live scope and targeting suspended fish like josh jones is doing that are for the most part inactive and using neutral baits to catch them like that swim jig. And a guy like me who's going out with no electronics and throwing a 10 inch bait all day long. Right. I mean, I am using, I'm using a tool that in my hands, when the fish are on my tool, you bet your fucking ass it's an unfair advantage. If you don't have my bait in the same boat with me or a bait that performs at the same level, Dude, you can't compete. You can't compete that day when they're pulled up in my spots the way I like to fish. I'm going to dust you every time. If you're throwing a jig or a spinnerbait, I'm going to dust you every single spring day that they're set up like that. Right. So ultimately, what is the difference between me with no electronics and only intuition going out with a bait that gives me an unfair advantage to target larger fish? And a guy who's using technology in a small that has uh, a neutral advantage to target inactive fish. And it just comes down to like determination and willpower, which is. But it's just, it's just incredible to see it. The potential, the potential of it get displayed like this, has as it has been the last few years. Of that, yeah, it's especially. ridiculous. I mean, it, like, it I is was, ridiculous. It's, it's disgusting. It's it's fucking crazy, dude.
3: <laughs> like it. it's Definitely.
1: it's man, it's something else. And if anyone, I mean, I you was, better believe we're going to be capitalizing on it next. Year. Oh yeah, oh. I, I'm like I'm thinking to myself, like, man, people are saying, oh, you know, you could go fish those fish, with that no, you fucking can't. it's mean, man, it's,
4: it's a it's a it's an array of bass fishing that was. Untapped before because because it was impossible.
1: I mean, it's not like you can't
4: you, do it. You can without that. Yeah.
1: You can use a you float. Can't do it a float and fly. I don't you care who you are. Fishers suspended. the float, yeah. and you can, you can get lucky. You can get lucky. You catch a few fish, but yeah. I, I mean, mean that's, but, it. That's, but, that's it. That's that's it. That's what let's let's call a spade a spade here. If the fish are dialed on eight to ten inch gizzard shad, and that's what they're actually feeding on, and you don't have a bait that's an eight to ten inch gizzard shad, yeah. Good luck catching them.
4: Shout out the fish, everything,
1: <laughs> or, or or any of the other, or any <laughs> of the other gizzard shad other- spliers. Yeah, gizzard shad hubbies. but I mean, damn, dude, it's like it's weird. It's I think what it is for me is it's threatening, threatening to like. My way of bass fishing, where it makes it makes it feel not like inadequate, but it's just like fuck, dude. Like I don't think you should feel threatened. I, I mean, I don't know if is the right word, but it's before this last couple of years. I feel I feel like we really had in the swim bait game the big advantage to catch the giants over everybody else, and I feel like that playing field has been ultimately leveled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is kind of like that's fair. Kind of cool though. It, it yeah. opens the
4: playing field for competition. But like we talked about two hours ago in the episode, <laughs> we can make baits in our realm. Yeah, we'll make that new fish baits.
1: better than yeah. any conventional bait. We'll make new baits that are for designed the specifically for it. Once, yeah, when we get it, get it dialed in this coming spring, it'll be very interesting. It'll be really <laughs> interesting to see what happens. When I go out there, 10 sessions in a row, and I fish for new fish. Because, like, I fish live bait occasionally for striper, and I'm fishing open water. And, dude, I catch these fucking giant largemouths in open water on live bait that are suspended just like the stripers are. And striper guides catch 8-pound largemouth all winter long on Smith Mountain. And it's like, dude, those are the fish you could go out there and live scope and for. But I have a hard time believing I'm going to go out there with anything that I own or make and whack on them. It's hard. I'm going to have to, like, make something totally new, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. And Adrian is going to be right. whacking dogfish with his eyeballs. So <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I'm really disappointed that you didn't get Bass and Buzz for Bass and Buzz.
0: Yeah. I, I had I had one summer shandy, but that was about it. Who knows how long that had even been in the fridge for? Summer
4: shandy, <laughs> that that summer shandy been in there for probably four months. Oh, oh, boy, you went to the ER.
2: Now they take them out. Like I also did. If, if
0: if I knew it was going to go this long, I probably would have had more. But
4: <laughs> it no,
1: this but, this episode. I don't even know what to think about this. Episode. Yeah,
0: it's going to have, have a retention rate of thirty-seven <laughs> percent.
1: I, what do you what do you think? You think this was was this a lot of rambling, or you think this was a, this was a solid episode? I think this was solid.
0: I think it was solid. Yeah, I, we covered a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of shit though. Like not obviously rambling, yeah. but there was a lot of shit that was dead. Yeah, walk, like, bullshit. Yeah, we're fucking talk about you pizza. Know,
1: There's a lot of stuff going on. We talked about a lot of meaningful stuff. Yeah, There's exactly. A, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: is there anything else you guys want to say off the top of your dude, head? <laughs>
1: Road trip episode for you guys. Um, I don't know, dude. All, I, I I know that we we crushed this pack of twisted teas and all yeah, we know.
4: literally drank a 12 pack.
1: I mean, that's not that impressive. Not really, but but like, <laughs> all right. Well, in the amount of sleep that I'm running on six teas is doing something for sure, it's making me it's
0: making me feel loose. Um Phil, Phil, what are some or I guess both of you, what are some baits that are coming to the P T B website here in the near future? Any any ideas?
4: Oh, we got some ideas. Uh, or any
0: any drops I should say. Any drops anytime soon?
4: I mean it's not fleshed out, but definitely TS tens. Trouts. What did you say trouts? We got we
2: got trouts
1: Oh, yeah, we're definitely gonna' we're, we're definitely gonna make we have it, really positive
4: feedback on the last trout drop. yeah, you know, we're gonna try and get the the trout
1: in some more regularity because yeah. it's, it's a damn it's good it's, bait. it's a, such a good bait. Need to get it out there more. it's just it's tough because the market is like not real trout orientated right now. Every single trout drop I've done, it's like all of them have been from California or yeah Idaho. Well, I think uh, you know, we'll touch on this too. Like trout or not trout, that particular profile of that pen inch does really well in, in like other colors besides trout. It's just the it's just the fishing lore that catches six to. It 10 does fish. really well. I've fished it
4: successfully in my local rivers that I have trouble doing well with like swim baits. In the spring, uh, my brother caught a seven pounder. I've caught five, six pounders. Had other six to seven pounders. Did Adrian's
1: fucking Michigan. Adrian fish, Adrian's Michigan ridiculous. fish
4: go <laughs> hard for it. <laughs> which is
1: which I always thought was like really surprising
4: to me. Like that th- this bait gets bit a lot of places that you think it wouldn't
1: it's because well it's not because it's the particular bait it's it's the it's that there's something about going from like a 7-inch bait to a 10-inch profile that's big and still tubular and slender right moving the way that it does where it's just like a, it's just like an attraction factor yeah i mean you could say drawing power but i think it's i don't think it's necessarily drawing power. I think it's like there's a lot of forage in the lake that that is that shape. No matter where you are, like there's a yeah. lot of suckers in the, you know there's like yeah, there's a lot of suckers in a lot of lakes. There's a lot of creek chubs in a lot of lakes. Like any lake that's fed by a stream is gonna have like a population of stream fish in the lake. And every time you get a big rain, those stream fish flush you into the lake out. That's why when we striper fish, we can use stream fish that we catch for live bait, and we can catch them on those stream fish just as good as we could with gizzard shad. Right. Yeah. They they're used. I mean, it's a real thing. They're used to seeing that profile in the lake, and they prefer it. It's a soft, thinned, easy to eat meal, And and it also doesn't belong in the lake. That's another thing, yeah. if you nice. Yeah, if you are having uh, river suckers and uh, chubs, fall fish, pike minnows, if you're in California, any of that shit, and it's getting flushed into the lake, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not a fish that's evolved to live in that environment. So once it's in there, it's vulnerable, and you have that opportunistic factor going on. But man, it, I, I just don't think the market is like real big on that uh, yeah, they got to get used to it. Real big on that, like, searching for that. Uh, the point is, like, this is a bait. Bus-
4: like, it's a bigger bait, but you should fish it confidently
1: wherever you are. But even, dude, like, even me, I hardly use it. That's a. That's <laughs> a like, that. <laughs> like, but but you've got every big, time I tie a it, gizzard shed. Like, yeah, but every time I tie it on, dude, I'm, like, every time I fish a taxi, taxi is a bait, or, or a taxi, before the taxi, I fish a 250. Yeah. And. I made the taxi because the, I don't have fish over, you know, seven, eight pounds very frequently at all. Yeah. And I think that the taxi is a better bait for smaller mouth, northern strain fish. It's more slender. Yeah. It's an easier profile for them to hit, et cetera. Yeah. But before I made the taxi, I'll speak in layman's terms with the 250. You would throw that 250 all day. Yeah. That, I mean, once you get to 10 inches... That is a bait. It's you, a different class. You have to actually throw just that pretty yeah. much all day. But if you do, you will come across like a five to seven yep. pound fish.
2: Yep. Right. Yeah.
1: Yep. And I think um, I
4: learned very quickly, like, I can capitalize it, capitalize on it. The time of year I throw it. Yeah. Where yeah. I throw it. Um, I had a seven, eight, potentially nine at the right time of year. Class pound fish hit it at a spot
2: where you would not think that fish would be. Um, Missed the hooks.
4: I haven't seen that fish since. I know where it sits. That was the only bait that got it to come out. I think it was a timing thing. It was in early spring, 2020. Uh,
1: but then again, yeah, Adrian fished it like in the heat of the summer, right?
3: Yeah,
0: like July, August, catch fish on yeah.
1: it. Yeah. So I think that's like another weird thing that we're kind of like not focusing on and not talking about. is like a hole in the community. It's like summertime, high metabolism in these bass. You get that same class of fish that's now firing at a faster rate mm-hmm. and they're looking for that big profile again. But you have to sacrifice your numbers. You have to sacrifice your bites to throw that well, dude, like
0: even even in the summertime at that spot, like a Phil Phil had like two fish come up and then he caught his third one. I hooked one or I caught the one fish, but like they're like you guys know that there'd be days I'd go out there, I'd catch five or six fish out there on the taxi trout and after yeah. work in the summertime. Like it's just it was fucking crazy. I don't understand it at all.
4: Well they say like it uh yeah, like Anna like August is the best month and then it shuts down September October, and turnover happens.
2: Yeah, it's dude, just, I don't yeah, know. They are fucking switches, weird.
1: Switches, but it's just so fun though. They always are like <clears throat> always on so many different things. But yeah, finishing notes, um if it wasn't clear in the way that we're talking about our plans, plan on these new 6 and 7 inch taxi shads pretty much being in stock at all times. Yep. And, uh,
4: also, we're going to try to make things as affordable as we possibly yep. can.
1: I've completely adjusted my like, manufacturing Like, challenges. extremely affordable. Yeah, we're, we're going like, to... $35 I,
0: dollars shipped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been broke my whole life dude I, I I would love to be able to actually bring these baits to the public to where anybody can grab them that's what really needs to happen yep
4: yeah my um, friend, you have to go go. Vic has figured out ways to m- make it to where it makes sense to make it affordable like he's not going to be overworking himself and that's all the details we're going to give on that but uh yeah, there's gonna be a lot of dope stuff coming in
0: 2023. Hell uh, yeah, um, Phil, what's 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 the Instagram for Phil's tackle box?
4: Phil's tackle box. That's the Instagram. <laughs> then, That's the, website. the, That's and the, the Facebook brand. page. Pay attention. We're gonna have a lot yeah. of stuff on the pipeline. Like a lot.
0: Vic, a what's lot what's the uh, Vic, what's the fish everything, uh, socials?
1: Oh, it's at fish everything. Oh,
0: Perfect. At, I didn't at, know I didn't know if there was an underscore there or not.
1: No, no. no. So all right. <laughs> oh, before we leave,
4: let was just explain. We're gonna be running a lot of the main stuff through Phil's tackle box and then Vic's gonna be running the like um, limited <gasps> limited batch um you know, and we'll, we'll $5 yeah, dollar yeah. paint jobs. Yeah, so fish everything through yep. the DMs. Yup. So so limited stuff. Don't be afraid to buy because we'll be shipping them out. Um. Yeah. So just to
1: touch on that, basically, I'm gonna have two, maybe three, potentially four, but probably just two or three, doc colors of these new baits. It's gonna be like a really nice bone and a nice, simple, but effective, like natural kind of grayish, silverish shad. And we're going to try and have those in stock, like almost at all times, but you know, every single Friday on, on PTB. And then whenever I'm feeling it and whenever I'm like, have some extra time, I'm going to be doing some like really, really, really in-depth paint jobs, uh, custom, you know, level work. On you know mainly the bigger stuff like the ten inch baits and, and and the trouts especially uh, I'll be moving those uh, on the story you know whenever they're done whenever they're ready and then um, we'll do a little shout out too uh, we're we're gonna be selling blanks to um, Brandon Smith has got his own little brand starting up or not really a, a brand per se yeah. Brandon Smith is getting some custom baits together for some from some other guys and some other prior business relations that he's already worked out. Brandon Smith was working with Modern Outdoor Tackle, and uh, they've come to an agreement where Modern Outdoor Tackle is no longer going to be carrying the custom swim baits, and Brandon is going to be overseeing and facilitating his own custom sales of baits, and we will be sending them bulk quantities of blanks that Peyton stumped uh, it's going to be painting, so that's going to be great for. You know, Phil's going to be helping me make blanks. We're going to be sending blanks out to them, which will be easy for us to facilitate and uh, get more baits out there and get get them out there to a different audience through their reach. And uh, paint will be painting them.
4: There's going to be a lot of stuff going on yeah. like that. Like it's going to be a so lot much. easier to get the baits in 2023. Is yeah. the gist of it. We're shooting for. Something At some point, hopefully, the goal is by the end of 2023, there's going to be a level of uh, bait that will be available on the website
2: 24-7 at all times. Yeah, so, that'd be sick. Uh,
4: yeah, look forward to that. And... Fix, <laughs> uh, fix, doing some business relations right now. No, some, P, some
3: uh-huh. PR. <laughs>
2: yeah, but I uh, I think, oh, I
0: think that, I think that wraps it up. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so make sure you guys follow Phil's tackle box on Instagram. Then obviously, fish everything, Vic. Um, I mean,
1: fuck. We'll we'll say next next month too. We'll we'll throw a couple baits in for the scales and tails giveaway. Absolutely. Throw yeah. the yeah. new. We'll throw one of the 6-inch, the new 6-inch, and one of the new 7-inch. You uh, will have a chance to get on the Scales and Tails Patreon and you know, subscribe to Adrian and support Adrian. It takes a lot of work for him to sit here and listen to our dumbasses ramble for fucking four hours. <laughs> drunk.
0: And uh, you do
1: that, you'll get a shot. Get a shot
0: of some oh, yeah. um, shit, what was I going to say? Yeah. Uh, Patreon, if you guys don't already follow that. I think it's just... On scales and tails, it'll just be paid or it'll be on Patreon Scales and Tails. The $5 one um automatically enters you into the sticker giveaway. Then the ten dollar one does the monthly sticker giveaway, and then also you get to see all the cool shit going on behind the scenes and stuff. Just just something for me to do so I don't have to post everything on Instagram. And then uh hopefully at some point in time, um what'd you say, Phil? So you get to see my speedo picks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, it's only fans content. Um, uh. And then, at some point in time, uh, obviously, when enough people are on the Patreon, the Patreon will have its own giveaway and stuff too, which would be super cool. Uh, make sure you guys follow the podcast on Instagram. if you guys don't already, scales and tails underscore podcast. And then uh, make sure if you guys don't or haven't to uh, to rate the show on your listening platform, it always means a lot. we're We're at like four point nine stars on forty eight ratings on Spotify. So we're super close to fifty. Fifty was kind of like a goal I set a long time ago, and it's like, fucking crazy that we're almost there but i think other than that um phil are you dropping any baits this friday or will will it be a little while from now Uh, not this friday it's gonna be next week next week so what is that the 30th i
4: I gotta get these babies out on monday and then
1: yeah i don't know if next friday we're gonna do a job yeah Yeah.
0: we got yeah okay so so make sure you guys have your eye out for after Christmas, yeah, New year tuned.
1: time. Soon,
4: it's gonna be soon. It won't be long.
0: Perfect.
1: We got ourselves set up to make a bunch of molds, make yep. a bunch of baits.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah. And obviously, I'll share whenever Phil posts something. I try to share it onto the story. So, so anybody who who uh, wants to buy something, they can just go on the story and and look, follow Phil or whatever. But want to cool. thank Phil and Vic for coming on. Like this was supposed to happen like earlier in the day, and then. I had a bunch of shit come up and had to hang out with the girlfriend's family and luckily Phil and Vic were just being degenerates and didn't have anything else planned. So, so we got to record Sorry. this at two o'clock in the morning.
4: <laughs> yes, sir. Sure. Yeah, it's dude. the only way to go. Shut, shut oh up. yeah.
0: But, shut but up. like I said, if you guys don't already follow those guys, make sure you guys follow Vic and Phil, um, stay up to date on all this stuff. Obviously 2023 is going to be a big year for, for those guys and they're doing a lot of cool stuff and they're kind of Getting away from from that narrative that guys kind of associate, you know, fish everything with. It's starting to turn around a lot. Like, this has always been in the cards, but now Phil and Vicker are actually putting it into motion. It's super cool to see, and it's super awesome that it's so reliable that you guys can finally get baits and not have to worry about anything, whatever whatever it could be. But like I said, I want to thank those two for coming on. I want to thank you guys for listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed officially the longest episode that we've ever recorded. So. Thank you guys and I'll talk to everybody next time. See
2: you guys.